with fires of frustration and discord are burning in every city, north and south, where legal remedies are not at hand. Redress is sought in the streets, in demonstrations, parades, and protests, which create tensions and threaten violence and threaten lives. We face, therefore, a moral crisis as a country and a people. It cannot be met by repressive police action. It cannot be left to increase demonstrations in the streets. It cannot be quieted by token moves or talk. It is a time to act in the Congress, in your state, and local legislative body, and above all, in all of our daily lives. It is not enough to pin the blame on others. Say this is a problem of one section of the country or another. But for all the facts that we face, a great change in hand. And our task, our obligation, is to make that revolution and that change.
Hey, now. Sorry. <laughs> Test your mic now. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. I am taking over for Dave. All right, I turn your mic off. Is Mario. Where is it? We're missing a guy. Where is he? <laughs> Where is Dave? Dave's not here. <laughs> it'll, it'll take two of us to replace Dave. Dave's not here. <laughs> One day I'll get it right, and I'll put the uh, <laughs> sound effects back over there. The sound effects are sharing uh, the the record channel, so I'll fix that one day. <laughs> makes, makes me look slow on the uptake, man. It's, <laughs> I've been out here for three hours preparing. You'd think that uh, you can get a handle on this shit. Nah, no it's, handles aren't for us. No, and uh, so Dave is not here. He's perfor- man performing. He's playing with his band. What was the name of his band? The uh, the Fake Glasses Trio. Or something from Williamsburg. Didn't, I, I didn't know if that was real or not. No, it's not real. The name of his band is The Mess Around, and they're actually really awesome. Uh, oh, garage rock. I did I thought he had. An, I thought he had like another band, like the you know Handlebarless Trio. I was busting his balls. <laughs> oh, okay. Your microphone's on, Mario. Don't worry, it's always on. I thought you took me off the air. <laughs> I did. So, hey, uh, we're live from the Barrage again, and we're on our third show. And uh, if you would like to call in and talk to us. We're that, looking for caller number 88. That number is 718-577-2716. We have a special guest with us today sitting in Dave, the Dave chair. This is my friend uh, and uh, old hand at radio, Mario. Where's the cart machine? Member, member of the squeeze gang. Rap-a-tack. Rap-a-tack. <laughs> Rough. Rough. <laughs> we don't like it easy. We like it rough. <laughs> oh, my God. Mario, you used to Thanks work. Thanks for having me. Anytime. You used to work in radio, right? Why don't you... Uh, I did. I sh- did. Uh, 1979, sitting in the cafeteria of Pratt Institute. Rick Rubin was the general manager of WPIR, and they had a solid disco block that we listened to every day. Disco block. So, Kathy Haspel, great girl. Know her to this day. Teaches in Staten Island. This is a professor. She's like, let's go to the station. We walked up there, and we signed up for a show. And we started playing the Ramones in 1979. Nice. Wow. And uh, Sounds like like what I would do right now. Within two years, that station turned from a disco station to a progressive punk, oldies, uh, hip-hop, it was soon to follow, and everything else. It's like WKRP in Cincinnati. It was a great time. with drugs? I brought a cassette. Do you guys have a cassette machine? I don't have a cassette (laughs) machine. Um. I just, I want to give you a who's who of like the promos. You know, you would go backstage and talk to a band. You would talk to a band and say... You know, would you do a promo for our station? Right, sure. Right. Well, well, they call that cutting a ID or something like that? Yeah, that's ID right, is, right. Yeah. I mean, I have this cassette that's like, I don't know how many bands, but an incredible amount of this people. This is Just Ice, and you're listening to... I got Joe Strummer's. I could do Joe Strummer's one. You're listening to P-I-R, P-I-R. And this is Joe Strummer. Something like that. Right. <laughs> something like you nailed Coming it. To you. So, so Dave's not here? Dave's not here. Sorry. Dave's not here. I don't know. Mario, we appreciate you coming and helping us out today. I've got plenty of stories. And And of course, behind the glass, uh, Ryan Collison, behind the glass, they call him. Yes, yes. There it is, knocking on glass. Helping us out as well. And uh, if you would like to, you know, we we actually had someone donate to us. Really? I don't want to say who it was. I'll keep it anonymous. But right. I will say on a completely unrelated note, I love flushing ironworks, and I get all my iron there. Ah, uh, good, good. I like I like having advertisements <laughs> like this. When Ooh. I need iron, I go over to the right to those dudes. <laughs> iron me up. <laughs> we Radio gonna, free flushing ironworks. We were going to send uh, Mike out, uh, Mike Hairdo. 
out to uh, uh, Long Island today. I was, I, and I was all for it. I had my my crew ready to go. I had the news van ready to rock, and what we were going to tell us tell the lady. There's that news van again. We were going to interview the hot dog lady. For those of you who don't know the story, there's a lady out in uh, on the uh, southern shore of Long Island. Uh, she's in front of the Pep Boys in Baldwin, I believe. She said, "Not anymore." And uh, yeah, she got shut down on Wednesday by the police for not having a hot dog selling permit. But she's a an alleged prostitute. She would sell the hot dogs and give her a card and come to your house and allegedly do whatever. And so uh, we we, said, we were going to send Mike out to interview her, but she got shut down. That really sucked because that was going to happen. In a bikini top. There you go. Selling my hot dogs. They do it in Florida. They can do it in New York too. I didn't know Florida sold topless hot dogs. I said no. Really? I don't. I don't think indecent exposure is prostitution. I don't see it. Dan says she has awesome banana boobs. I, I, I don't even know what I would call them. Uh, she's not a looker. No. Yeah, she comes back to the mic for this. Thank God. Is this your interview with her? No, she's this is she's leaving the courthouse. Walk down the street with no shirt on. So can I. And if he don't get charged with prostitution, why should I? Am I correct? That's right. I, I agree. It's true. We all move back a little down the ramp. Nipples are nipples. I don't care who they are. <laughs> you're allowed to wear no shirt. In I don't want to see anybody without a shirt. I, yeah, but they're they're a Long Island. Is it different? I don't want to see like, Bud without his shirt, and I don't want to see anybody without his shirt. I'm taking my shirt off. I love my job and everything, and I worked at the Bear Necessities in Island Park. When it shut down, I had no job. The Bear Necessities so I shut down? I, that's unbelievable. I, I was working in Long Island when that happened, actually. Next thing you know, I have the cops. You took note of the, of the fact that the bare necessities are shut down? Like, one day, you're like, ah, shit. Oh, I, you know what happened so was I, where, I knew a cab driver, and a cab driver came, and he's like, fucking bare necessities. You, like, go there on his time off. You know, some of them will just, like, sit in, like, a train parking lot and read. Yeah. No, this guy went to bare necessities and, like, hung out. Like, <laughs> well, anyway, there she is, and uh, we had a couple of our... Uh, we had, so anyway, we should read the read the questions that we were going to ask her. We had a couple of questions. I, I came up with a couple of ones anyway. We were going to ask her... Um, it must. It must have been tough in jail. <laughs> were you grilled while you were locked up? Oh, do you think you'll ever catch up financially? Oh, do you relish the attention you've gotten so far? These are just some of the questions we would have asked her if we had caught up to the hot dog lady. We still might. Get, we still might have to send you to her house because apparently there's press camped out there. I yes, I've heard that, and all the problem is I don't have the. Nice. Get rid of that. The problem I don't have. The problem I have is I don't have her actual address. Although I'm sure I could obtain it. I mean, it seems like her and her fucking banana boat titties are, <laughs> are quite the story. <laughs> she's a she's she's a rough looking customer, man. Oh, yeah. she's, she's like ten miles of bad road. I have not seen her. <laughs> that sells hot dogs. But I, one thing I I can't believe they shut her down. If she was offering. If she was offering sexual services, fair enough. But she is well, they she's shut her adamant down. about what she does and doesn't do. They, well, yeah. They shut her down for not having a permit, which is just a random bullshit way of, uh, you know, shutting her down for the real reason they want to shut her down. Right. <clears throat> shut her well, down. The, but I don't know. The way I see it, like, she's getting, she's, <laughs> she's getting beaver damned. 
Beaver dance. Beaver, <laughs> beaver dance. Well, it's like the equivalent. The, it's the female version of getting cock blocked. Like she's just getting beaver danced by like the state. This is bullshit, man. <laughs> so, what? It's true. I mean, beaver damned. Every week, I'm going to come up with something. That's awesome. New. <laughs> but he's it, doing your homework. Yeah, I, I have been. Mike doing a little uh, work on the show during the week in his spare time. Thank you, Flushing Ironworks. <laughs> I was you sitting in your house. Riding on a pad, beaver dam, <laughs> wide on. You see it over here. I'm, I'm working off a piece of paper. I forgot what I said. I was like, oh, shit. What was that again? Is my stuff on your, in your way there? Sorry. No, it's all no, right. nothing's in your way. You're I always in the way. No, I got it. So, I, I was, I, uh, what was I going to talk about? I don't even want to talk about John Travolta. He's getting beaver dammed. Uh, yeah, he, he is getting beaver dammed. It's, <laughs> it, that, by, like, almost literally, but what the hell's up with that? I don't know. Everyone's coming out and saying that uh, he's trying to rub his genitals on them. What, it could be bullshit. What I want to know is it's almost like these coaches these that are having alleged sexual affairs with kids. Like when one guy comes out like No, they're definitely later, doing it. Well, but I, I can't say <laughs> That's that. That's why they became coaches in the first place. We Half all have so. these thoughts. Why, why do we have to act on them? What? You heard me. Aren't you a public school teacher? <laughs> Jesus Please, Christ. Please, don't reveal my true identity. Yes, no, yet. that's Mary O of the Squeeze Gang. Rap attack. attack. Rough. But the, the details in the Travolta thing are pretty uh, are pretty crazy. Then he said something to the effect of, uh, he tried, he said, like, I'll give you a reverse massage. And then he, he offered, and, he, I, and the guy, if I'm not mistaken, it was in quotes as saying, dude, I'll jerk you off. Right. Quote, end quotes. He was saying things like, uh, you know, he had to. Do, he, he learned how to like it because in the beginning he had to do stuff oh, like that. Oh, the sweat hog You got a cock like yeah, me. That's sweat so hog weird. Gabe Kaplan. I mean, he was pretty cute back then. I mean, I could imagine him. Good looking guy. At the top. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get me a job on this show, please, sir? Well, according to him, that's how he got all his jobs. It's, the, the, this, it's very detailed, though. Like, the, the guy says there were condom wrappers and chocolate cake wrappers on the floor of his SUV. Chocolate cake Choc- wrappers? Yeah, he's, a, you know, he's busy eating chocolate cakes. <laughs> like, hostess cupcakes, probably. So. <laughs> or, or is that like some sexual innuendo? No, like, I'm going to give you a chocolate cake. just says uh, Trojan condoms in the console of the vehicle, and there also appeared to be two or three wrappers from chocolate cake packages on the floor of the SUV. I don't see how chocolate, uh, how chocolate cake wrappers are anything. Maybe he's well, just he's a trying, slob. No, he's trying to show that he's telling the truth by showing these little details. That uh, oh, like, I know, see. He's so he's makes him more uh, credible. Credible, yes. Yeah, because when I think credible, I think hostess fucking cupcakes. <laughs> I, think, I think Travolta. I would have said like something like I don't know. He was wearing a ring. I don't know, something a little better than he had chocolate fucking cake wrappers in his truck. Blah blah blah. Then defendant touch touch plaintiff scrotum. And this time, plaintiff told defendant to please not touch him again. This time. Defendant apologized, but then snickered to himself like a mischievous child. Hate when that happens. Defendant <laughs> then touched the shaft of plaintiff's penis and seized onto it. It reads like a bad romance novel, like Playboy uh, penthouse letters. It was like the... 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> For Travolta. Def- defendant quickly tried to rub the head of plaintiff's penis as he tried to pull away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let me just rub the head. Quick, <laughs> show me fucking it's, nuts. It's front page news, boys. It's on the front page of the Daily News. I mean, I don't read the paper, but by accident. Good, good call. I found one, and when I opened by it, by accident, front page, you found one? Where? On the park bench? In, in a garbage can. 
I was looking and, for wallets. And uh, <laughs> there, I opened the front page. I always like to look at some international hard-hitting story. And, and there it is. Travolta gets uh, gets uh, wrapped for uh, trying to do whatever he did. He uh, said it didn't happen. Well, apparently, they, they don't even uh, mention it. See, I, I don't, I don't have my full research on this, but right as I was leaving my house, I was just dicking around on the internet, and I saw something to, eff- so, something to the effect of, uh, yeah, shafting around. Um, Mike, show me a penis right now. Okay. <laughs> there it is. Um, I saw something to the effect of the lawyer for the, because there's a second accuser, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. And, yeah, the, and a third came out today, a guy on a cruise ship. Oh, my who said Travolta was on a cruise and he's in charge of like the VIP people and he tried the same deal with the massaging thing. Uh, Allegedly. That, that guy's on a cruise. See, I would, he's got a story that's on First lock. of all, if you're on a cruise, it's hats off to Larry. Yeah, you're right, man. I don't care what you say. You're allowed, you, you, know, you could bang the Cabana boys, I think, and stuff. He's probably there with his family. Is he still married? Yeah, yeah, he's married. I, and one of the articles I read actually ended with him to saying L. Ron Hubbard. He's, he's still grieving the loss of his son, but I, I'm sure he is, but I just thought that was a weird way to end the article. Yeah, but I'm it, grieving too, but I don't grab penis. When I'm that's, sad. that's how I grieve. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw something that the lawyer dropped the first the first accuser he dropped because his story turned out to be kind of bullshit. Oh really? Yeah. Ah. He, so like a little while. Another ago, theory is that maybe it's the uh, he he slighted the Church of Scientology and they're famous for like you know sending their minions Revenge. after you and trying to ruin you. Church of Scientology, if you hear me, release Jerry Nemeth now. <laughs> I, okay. Did he did he sever his ties or no? I think he's still a Scientologist. Oh, I don't know. I'm just you know I'm just speculating. L. Ron Hubbard's coming to get plaintiff you. moved away from defendant who then lumbered to his feet. It's like somebody wrote this who uh, you know it's who's got away with words lumbered it's, to it his feet. It sounds like a thesaurus wrote this and began to move towards plaintiff with erect penis bounce, bouncing around with stride. <laughs> oh wow! Well, he can dance, but then apparently he starts yelling at the guy that he's selfish. And when he was in his welcome back car days, and then Holly, uh, blah, 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 Hollywood is controlled by homosexual Jewish men who expect favors in return for sexual activity. Oy vey. Defendant then went on to say how he had done things in his past that would make most people throw up. And someone on a message board said, Battlefield Earth. We all have hard lives. We don't go around telling everybody unless you really want me to. <laughs> but do you offer hand jobs for your hard life? Okay, no, so let me I, ask I you, run away from them. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. How much money would it take for you to get to blow John Travolta? I have to blow him? Yeah. Uh, you got to blow him. It changes everything. All I'm, right. Let's start, off here. let's start off with a hand job. I'm a coward. A hand job. Uh, and how, but like realistically, like a couple, got, I have a couple of things. Is he ever going to fucking call me again? Like to do no. this a second time? You'll never see him again. Right. Like I'm not. I don't have to watch his movies. Nothing. Nothing. All right. Oh well, you might see him in like a <laughs> Japanese <laughs> commercial or something. Right. Okay. I gotta. I still have to think about this a little bit. I and do I get to wear a glove? Mike would do no. it for five bucks. No, stop it. Fifty thousand. No glove. Jerk him off one time. And that's it. Fifty thousand cash. Cash in your hands. No tax. Mike's thinking. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. I mean, because you got to realize, fifty thousand dollars in cash That's in front of life-changing you is, money is is a big fucking deal. Like, it sure is. I'm being realistic about this. Like this, you know, like if I wanted to have like the normal barroom conversation, I'd be like, no, get the fuck out of here. But let's be serious for a minute. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, for fifty, I don't know, but fifty. I'd see. I think I could talk him up. So if 50 was his starting point, I'm going to see where, how far that, I could take it. Right, this. but that's not the question. 
there's no, it should be. <laughs> say there's no negotiating to be had. That's the deal. There's yes or no. It's, it's 50000 or you get nothing. Mario? And no one's going to find out about this besides I'm, this radio he's, show? He's I'm doing a coward. It. I'm a coward. I can't. You know, I consider myself pretty open-minded. And it's the one thing I hate. Handjobs? No. I mean, if you can just <laughs> put away all your prejudices, why can't you just put away the prejudice of doing it to a guy? But for some reason, I can't. Yeah, it's because you're, you're a straight guy. I guess that's... Oh, are, you, I'm, are you trying to say I'm not? I think I'm doing it for 50 grand for, for about ten, five or 10 minutes. Right. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, there was a couple more factors. Do I have to look? No, you can watch TV or something. All right. Yeah. Then uh, you've already pretty much sealed it. And then my next... Look at me while you stroke! <laughs> How about twenty five grand? And, and and is it and do I and is it like you know a time thing or is he gonna like do some tantric bullshit where I'm sitting there working oh, out? No, no, ten minutes, say. All right, call me Barbarino. You talking about <laughs> ten minutes for fifty thousand dollars? Hell yes! And I don't have to look at him or anything. Nah, you got it. I'll you don't do have it. To look at him. I might. But even... you're you're sitting next to him, so there can't be a curtain or anything like that. Right, right, right. No, I understand that. I might even go Midnight Cowboy and give him my left hand. <laughs> Gary <laughs> says 50000 for an old-fashioned. Yep. <laughs> I love this chat box. <laughs> I, yeah, I would have to do it. There's, I mean, like that, like you said, that's life-changing money. Until I make more money, there's, no, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. I deal. need it. I got to pay Mario back. I owe him 50 bucks. <laughs> I think it's a little more than that. Anyway, uh... <laughs> No, Colette, he doesn't owe me anything. So I don't know. I feel, I feel bad for John Travolta if it's not true, but uh, it's it, no matter what you're going to think of this for the, like you know this will probably be the thing that sticks with you the most. It probably crazy. sticks for a little while until you use it. What use a towel? Well, I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, all right. How about this? What if? Let's just hear me out here. What if it was Nick Cage in the movie Face Off with Travolta's face on him? That's, uh that would be no. I'm not talking about for the hand job. I mean, just in general. Like, how fucked up would that be? No, but all right. Do I get to now? If it's a Nick's, I wouldn't watch a Nicolas Cage movie for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I that guy sucks. <laughs> but let's you know. What if you find out after you get your fifty grand is Nicolas Cage? You'd be like, I got ripped off, man. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> he rips off the mask. He's like, ah, it was, it was me, me. Nicholas Cage, it was me, all Nicholas along. Cage, the whole time. And you're not getting any money. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's in debt like a motherfucker. I just got hosed by Nick Cage. The bees, the bees. <laughs> Did you ever see that scene where they uh, in the Wicker Man? You got to watch no, that movie. Uh, it's no. the worst what? movie of all time. Where, that, that, way to sell it. Watching uh, the whole. Uh, <laughs> who had that whole video clip of all his? Uh, Parts. It's on the it's on the YouTube there. Yeah, we saw it last week here. It the is barrage. It is very at funny. the barrage. We did. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot we had barrage TV time oh, during I poker. You brought me a whore. <laughs> Mike, do you celebrate your uh, cat's birthday? I do know when it is, but I don't celebrate. You know when your cat's birthday? Is? Because the lady who I got him from told me it was July fourth, and that's the only oh, reason really? I remember. Oh, okay. It. That other than that, I would never do something like that. It was, it's that's insane, me, right? That's ridiculous. That's question, question. Yes. Uh, how much Did would you pay talk? to keep your animal alive? Probably use 48 of that $50,000. I need two grand for just walking <laughs> around money. You, you do that. To keep my cat alive? Any animal you own. Oh. Oh, boy. Well, that's a question for the vet. You know, a question for the, a, what's, how, much, uh, how big is the vet bill is the question you're asking. I don't have children, so my would cat. Would you, so the guy says $500 to keep this guy alive. Would you pay it? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not that much for life. How long does he get to stay alive? What kind of values do you have, man? My dog's at the end of his rope. I have a rabbit. We're just waiting to cook him. <laughs> oh, my God. Austin Pfeffer. <laughs> oh, if it was a rabbit or a cat, 
less than a dog. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. I have a cat, so I, I, I have a cat, too. I used to have a little cockatiel. Oh, yeah? How much did you pay to keep the cockatiel alive? I did it. My parents let him go when I was out of a bender all, all weekend. <laughs> like, let him out the window? Thanks, Mom. They did crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd come up for one weekend. Every post in my room was torn and on the ground. Another weekend, all my animals were released. See, this is the opposite of what I think, because Mario has... Uh, your parents are foreign, right? They're from... They're uh, not from here. Another country. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're from outer space. <laughs> They're from Mars. So, but uh, having foreign parents, when I, n- knowing kids who had foreign parents when I was growing up, that was the best. It was hats off to Larry all day because they didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I got some out of for you. You're like, yeah. nothing. I'm just drinking beers yeah. with my friends. Yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> tripping balls, Mrs. Ovenchko. You yeah. know, who gives oh, a shit. Jesus. It, it was fun, but they're then like, oh, no- do you want some hard boiled eggs and pickles? And they're like, no, oh, I'm an ass. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's the problem. You have a lot of freedom, and then comes the moment of impact, and something is destroyed, or you're beaten to a pulp. Uh, it's, it's, you never know when it's going to happen. Oh, that's such bullshit. I but, wish I had foreign parents. Well, I fulfilled a lot of people's predictions about me. Yeah. I've become a real scumbag. Yeah. And I think that's probably, like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's bullshit, man. I can't believe your parents would go off on crazy well, are they like? Are they specifically religious, like Catholic or something? No, no, they're, they're Sicilian. All right, but <laughs> <laughs> it's simple. I, I guess I I just lofted that one over the plate, huh? I I was bad. I was bad, and I'd rather just take that moment of impact and go on being doing what I was doing, probably getting better because of it. But uh, thank you, doctor. This has made me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to get off your chest? <laughs> Are they religious? No, they're Sicilian. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I hope MC Seat calls in. Oh, oh that would be That's great. That's right, my brother. He, uh, the elusive MC Seat. Uh-oh. It's hard to get a hold of the guy. It's a little low. He's up in the Andes Mountains. I don't want to cry. It's loud as hell, this song. <laughs> MC Seat mixes everything really loud. Louder than Alaska. Yeah, he does, right? <laughs> Dan keeps telling you to take the tape off the webcam. He wants a visual. No, not a chance. Not happening, buddy. Nope. Mm. MC Seat coming at you. Oh, by the way, speaking of your cats and birthdays, the cats are not your kids. I know that. Yeah, I know, but a lot of people don't. Oh no, that people like that are fucking strange. I mean, just straight up weirdos. I like, gotta f- take care of my kids. It's a cat. <laughs> it's yeah. I don't really. I I don't understand. Once you have a kid, all that crap Maybe goes right don't out the have window. Kids. Yeah, but then like no, they don't. I, but I don't have kids, and I don't treat my cat like a kid. You know, right, I, you don't I, put a. Fucking, I don't kick it either. Kids but, are like, crazy. You, know, like, you don't I, put a birthday hat. By the way, for those of you out there, Mike's cat weighs like seventy pounds. It's the <laughs> biggest fucking cat on earth. It's, it's a huge, it's, massive it's, cat. It's thirty-two pounds. <sighs> thirty-two, it, a cat's 32 a, pounds. That's a small child. I know. I know. It's a well, monster. That's why I feel so close to him. He's big. He is big. <laughs> He's a fucking barrel ass. I can't help it. I got him like that. He's like, a great cat. Yeah, he's really I nice. Love that cat. Yeah, he's, he's a chill cat. He's cool as hell. Comes over to you. He, I'm afraid of him a little bit. Like he'd probably fuck you up. Oh, dude, he jumped. He he tore me out today. I've never I had that happen. That. Mike's he, all scarred up. Yeah, it's crazy. I look like I was burning myself. With, like, <laughs> was he like, was he playing? Patience. Was he trying to like play? Or just like... I don't know. I was moving a box. I think he knows I'm going away tomorrow, and just he got pissed off at me. 
It was like, because every time I, every time he sees my suitcases for like when I was going out overseas on tour, he would always freak out. Yeah. Like, what the hell? But this time I was just took out like a like a shoulder bag. You know what I mean? I thought I could pull it off. Apparently Didn't the, the cat always used to attack Carrie or something. Uh, yeah, and he still does. <laughs> Poor Carrie. Not only is he thirty two pounds, he's a mean bastard. He, but he's only mean to women. Yeah, he's not mean to me. Every yeah. time I, you know, he comes over to me, I pet him a little. He gets he's sick of it in about two seconds, and he walks away. He's a real man's man. He's making giant <laughs> feet footprints in the carpet. <laughs> uh, so, uh, somebody he's, I, he's eating hamburgers. Somebody I know works with a with autistic children, and one of the kids saw a picture of the cat. He says, "Your cat uses the phone," and she, she's like, "No, why?" He's like, "How does he go to all that Chinese food?" <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. We should have that kid on. That's funnier than anything kid, you guys came up with. The this kid's week. a gem. <laughs> oh man! So you love your cat. Everyone yeah. loves their pets, but they're not your kids. I don't, don't put. I don't do anything. Don't have a birthday this. party for them. No, a birthday Stop party. What the, the hell is wrong with these people? Who knows? I'm no psychiatrist. Uh, you should definitely look into it. Uh, I should. Here's uh, before, oh, I forgot to mention that before we listen to lines and terminals anyway. And that John F. Kennedy thing. I just found this John F. Kennedy record, and I thought it was cool, so I played that. When is lunch? Thank you. Lunch is right now. We'll play some more music. Here's a uh, Maple Stave. If this works, we'll see.
Listening to Toxic Shock Syndrome by the greatest band in the world. Okay. No, it's just called Toxic Shock. But that, was, that was good. There's no syndrome at the end. You're a little rusty. I'm right. No, I used to do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Kudzu and the Faggots with Toxic Shock. I love them. I love them. And before that, we heard Maple Stave with a uh, song that the, the title is, is extremely long Rain. Freezing, like rain freezing and thawing between bricks year after year. This house will come down is the name of that song. And I believe the album is uh, titled the same thing. They're a great band. Speaking of uh, Maple Stave, great guys in that band, uh, drummer of Maple Stave, awesome drummer named Evan. That was, yeah, it was fucking awesome. He's playing, uh, playing in another band called Jay Kuchma and the Five Filths and Weather Station upstairs at Pianos at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. And they're from... Uh, they're from down south, so go to Pianos tomorrow night and check them out. They're a good band. And uh, Mario's uh, Kudzu is Mario's favorite band. He even hired them for a private party. I Are did, you, I did. Ugh. I know John Travolta, but they could come on over anytime. <laughs> Listen, uh, so Dave, you wouldn't John Travolta. Them? That's off to Dave because I just found out. You know, not only is he the smooth, silky voice of radio here at the Barrage, mm-hmm. but uh, he actually has connections to the band that. I was too drunk to even realize that I had met him like three or four times when I first got He's got, got a him. connection, all right. Yes. <laughs> he puts his wiener inside him. It's, what can, I, what can I say? John Waters meets the Ramones, meets... Uh, John Waters? What the hell are you talking meets about? Meets the Shirelles. Yeah, right. That's what's happening here. And Lorenzo... Why, because it's dirty? Lorenzo's the powerhouse. He's your dirty barometer? Mario, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm pretty dirty. I'm not, afra- I'm not afraid to get dirty. He's, he's literally dirty. His hands are black. His teeth are green. Oh. My clothes are. My hair is greasy. Clothes are sleazy. Don't like it hard. I like it easy. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Mario. Thank so you. Hats off to the uh, yeah, they're to good. The band and they're good. They're on Lorenzo, uh, uh, Much respect out to you, Lorenzo. You could find that album on the Drug Front Records. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I just found that. that there's a comic book in their second CD. I never there is. That. There's a whole almost like a Mad Magazine type comic inside there. What? There is. Like a Mort Drucker style, if you will. I like Mort Drucker. Will I you? don't mean it like that. Man. Like, I, I like I his. I like his stuff. Today. This is you're selling me. Go ahead. I want to hear. Read more. He's got it right. Does there. the glitter make me look fat? <laughs> I want to. This is a pretty well done. That's a lot of words. It's it not is. A I like the centerfold. Look at that. That's a you could. That's a seek and find picture or something. You could try to find the. Uh, the dildos and stuff. Where's Renzo? Is that him? Lorenzo's there. He's, he's on a, the wrong side because he always plays on the other side. He's a lefty in that picture. He's not oh, a lefty. That's weird. Even though his name's lefty, he's a righty. It, in the picture, he looks like a Ramon. 
Anyway. It is. It's the Ramones meets the Shirelles meets John Waters. He does love the Ramones. He has the only good tattoo I've ever seen. That's the Ramones symbol. If you're going to get a tattoo, that's I a mean, good one. I mean, him and Bo and the drummer put out a <laughs> <pretty> good <laughs> party line. That music is rocking. It's like... That's Did you guys see Dave's tattoo last week? I didn't even notice it until he started. Dave has a fucking tattoo on his forearm. Oh, dude, it's badass. It just, it's like, it looks like a prison tattoo. It takes up his whole forearm. It just says rock and roll down his arm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's in the motorhead font, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's, it's in a font. font. It's yeah. in no font. It looks like a three-year-old it, drew it with a magic marker. It's all <laughs> font. It's in Comic Sans. Oh, Jesus. I have no... <laughs> funny font <laughs> remarks for that how's your internet connection I, these kids better not be on the xbox uh, i think i'm okay oh okay do you want to talk about the xbox handles all right i'll admit it, it i'm I'm an, I'm an xbox guy but i'm not i don't i only play modern warfare call right. of duty 3 or whatever the hell it is yeah and, and uh that's really the only game to play because anyway. i can play with my friends and it's fucking it's it's first of all i play with my friends and, and like unlike all of every other Xbox player, when there are friends in the game, they all help each other. Us, we don't give a shit. I've never yeah. wanted. As soon as I, I see your name you. pop up, I'm like, I'm like, he's fucking dead. <laughs> I can't wait. To you end up you. playing with like a bunch of, uh, you know, ten year olds, and they're all screaming at you and cursing. And I'm like, you suck at this game. And they all have. Yeah. Uh, you're not allowed to. Uh, you, they all have names like internet handles, but you're not. They won't accept any curses in the handles, so people figure out interesting, creative ways to get around them. So, so you're playing with ten year olds on the internet. <laughs> That's basically what it comes down to. Yes. Thanks for pointing that out. Yes. Uh, I'm luring them that. to my home. So, uh, but the, I've seen some really funny Xbox handles lately. In, in I like in, girl butt naked. Girl butt naked. She's cool too. She talks. <laughs> I listen to her talk, and she cracks me up laughing. But uh, uh, there was well Swayze train. The Swayze train. Now the other night I was playing with a guy <laughs> named Swayze train, and I could. I mean, he was an older dude. I couldn't stop laughing. I mean, I I couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> His name would pop up. I, how I, do you know how old they are? Was there like pictures of well, them? No, some voices. Talk. You talk. Yeah, yeah you you're on it. You can have a headset, and you, they talk to you. You can. Yeah, like I usually don't this wear. Is, I, uh, Strange, strange. It's strange. Swayze. It is strange. It's like you take a ride on the Swayze train. There were some other good ones though. I mean, I, I, not, I can't. Stevie Wonderbra. Stevie Wonderbra. I but mean, the, the best of the uh, the the pot smokers. Everyone's like, they uh, want you to know that they smoke weed. Everybody has. <laughs> <laughs> <I> smoke weed. <laughs> everybody has like a tag four twenty or blunts four twenty. Blunts four twenty. You know, cushed all day. You know, always... The good one though was Kim Bong Il. Yeah. Like that. Then there, <laughs> but then one dude redeemed himself by having the name King Bong Il. Oh no, then I met Harry Chronic Junior. <laughs> and that guy, that guy was good. I I, he was a, I cracked me up. <laughs> but the best name of all time that we ever saw in there, and it just I can't stop laughing. It's, I still it, laugh at it every time I think about it. <laughs> I know what it is, it's and it's great. cracking me up. The guy's name was Scented Rubbers. <laughs> really? I, I, man, but he was fucking really good at the game, so like you couldn't bust his balls. He was Scented just, Rubbers. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I just got killed by Scented Rubbers. <laughs> is that the name you were thinking of, John? <laughs> scented rubbers. I love that. They name. know it. They know the names. Scented rubbers. This is the greatest thing I ever saw. And nothing, nothing smells worse than a condom, by the way. You ever play? Not even uh, scented. You ever play All Americans Must Die? What? No. <laughs> well, how's that game go? No, that's the guy's name. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of racism on there, and uh, oh, it's terrible. It's, the kids are pretty bad. That's why my kids aren't allowed to play with the. All child. Americans Must Die. Homeland Security is already on the trail. They uh, they only uh, 
they're allowed to play with the chat off or only chat with their friends, you know. Oh, bro, that's that's smart cuz I my friend has my other friend has like a 5-year-old and I think he just got full range. <laughs> oh yeah. Goes oh yeah. Some people are like that. And, but yeah, I could be ahead. wrong. I mean, I've never heard him chat. Next thing you know, there's a guy at your house knocking at the door. Yeah. Oh. Let me in, kid. Which actually segue to catch a predator. Is my segue. Well, I guess Sunday night it was. I was sitting at home watching the old television and I was watching uh, How old is it? It's well, well, it's not that old. It's like two, <laughs> two years old, maybe. <laughs> Adjust the bunny ears. Yeah, right. I, was, I had the foil on the antennas outside. I had my neighbor holding it for me. But I, so I was watching uh, Bait Car. Bait I, Car. Bait Car. Yeah. Now, for those of you that don't know, Bait Car is where like the police department will go and- Entrap people. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it is entrapment. It is. It is entrapment, but why the fuck are you stealing? But that's not the point. <laughs> I mean, come on! It's not your car. It is a total entrapment. Though. Well, I'm getting, well, I'm getting to this. You know what they do? They put something expensive in the back of a pickup truck so they could charge it with like grand larceny or something. They will put like a toolbox back. Listen, there. I'm it's not justifying bullshit. this. I'm okay. not advocating the show. I don't care about its cause. I watch it because it's mindless crap for half an hour. Anyway, so I'm watching that, and then I, I was, it was late Sunday night, and I said, "Let's put f- a pile of money in the middle of, uh, of the projects and see if anyone takes it." Right. Of course, they going to take it. Put a pile of money anywhere. I'm doing fucking John Travolta handjobs for 50 grand. You don't think I'm going to take your money if you leave it somewhere? I won't take your car, though. But uh, so, so I'm watching. So then I flip over because it's over. I was like, God damn it. Now what am I going to watch? Because I couldn't sleep or whatever. And I'm watching it. And I flip over to it to catch a predator. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is like pretty much the same concept with people. Right. So I've decided that the Catch a Predator needs to change his name to Bait Pussy. <laughs> oh, God. I, come on. Christ. Well, that's what they're doing. They're leaving it out there for the wow. guy to come and take. Wow. Oh, come Bait on. Bait Pussy. Sounds like a job for Beaver Dam. That would have to be on HBO or something. <laughs> right. Right. Or you in this day and age, you can just like put like two asterisks in front of the S's and, or for the S's, and it's good to go. <laughs> I'm watching the levels and Mario's mic technique. I'm gonna have to go back and edit the shit out of this fucking thing. What did I do? I might, uh, can I have the cart? Low? No, you're too low, and then you're too loud. Who cares? But bait pussy is the, maybe the worst thing I ever heard. Congratulations. The worst thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why are you beaver damning me? <laughs> this is terrible. You got a wide on for me? Yeah. Why? You, why you got a wide on for my fucking bait pussy? <laughs> Well, they should have uh, cops in front of a live studio audience. That's what, my idea. Oh, that's a great idea. You put the bait car on a stage somewhere, and bait you, you lure the guy the onto the stage. and then From the audience. As they arrest him, the audience is like, yeah, they all start cheering. <laughs> I, the thing that cracks me up, though, some of the people that get in the bait car, though, they'll, they'll say, like, yo, I'm going to steal this motherfucker. It's awesome. Like, who are you? They're not even with anybody. They're just talking to themselves. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, they, then when they try to present their defense, like, no, man, I was just moving it. I was taking it to they the police. They have a camera inside the car. Camera yeah. and microphones. And, but they'll say, no, I was going to take it to the police station. But you said right. out loud to yourself, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to steal this motherfucker. Yeah. You're like, wow, dude, what is wrong with you? Just, you know, if the car wasn't there in the first place, mm-hmm. they wouldn't steal it's it. It's entrapment. It's just like. Like Chris Hansen with Bait Pussy. Well, they're getting away. <laughs> I'm Chris Hansen with Bait Pussy. Why don't you have a seat? I'd like to what are you doing here anyway? Uh, the guy covers his face with his Listen, I just want to apologize to the guy on 3rd Avenue and 58th Street when I stole your car 28 years ago. Uh-oh. See? Did you get caught? No, there were no cameras back then. I took it to the apartments, <laughs> traded it in for some illicit materials, and uh, they drove it around and crashed it into the garage. You know we're on the air, right? 
I'm apologizing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's an apology. Statue of limitations on this. <laughs> Imagine there's some dude on 3rd Avenue right now like, motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's getting in his car right now. His other car. <laughs> right over the 59th Street Bridge. He <laughs> had to get a new car. Right over the 59th Street Bridge. I was home in no time. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Look at you. I How old it, were you? I did it all. I don't remember. <laughs> How old am I now? How old, I was How old were you when you stole the car? You said it was 28 years ago. Everything oh. is very fuzzy. So if I was 28, then that would make me uh, no, 22? 60. 22. 22. I was 22 years when I stole that car. 22. 20, 22. 22 is a little, bit, a little old to be stealing cars, man. <laughs> I'm going to put that like at 16. Well, I couldn't say it. it he, 22. He, he was out in the street because his parents were busy ruining his life when he was home, ripping up <laughs> his posters, posters yeah. and letting his cockatiel free. I was thinking it was just a poster, not man. Not my you Jimmy should... Dean poster. <laughs> what not, not Marlon Brando. Don't tear that down. What was your uh, uh, your cockatiel's name? The... Uh, that was, what all was... my pets always had some stupid name that was like related to what they were. So the rabbit was Bugs, and then we hate him on Thanksgiving. <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, we ate them on Thanksgiving. Wait a second. Uh, slow down. I got to hear this this story. Sounds, I hear Brandy. It's a love train. Not answering that. So, um, but I guess... I, Do, doesn't everybody eat? Well, wait. I, I want to say my man behind the glass here reminded me of something. Speaking of being too old to um, do things. When, when, there, when I was younger or younger than this... I was an adult, though. Uh, there was a jack-in-the-box that closed down nearby. Oh, right. And, and it, it was closed. I mean, it was, it was out, for, out of business, boards on the windows, and it was a Sunday night. I'll never forget this. And we got drunk as hell at the local bar, and Jack's was like five blocks from there. So we, we decide that it's a good idea to, 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 to take the sign, like the big sign on the building, and take it off, and we're going to take it home or put it in the studio or some crazy You got bullshit. it? You still got it? Well, we ended up getting it, but it what didn't come without a price. I literally, I'm trying to get it off, and I'm up on the roof by myself. And now I want to say that, I, well, I, I won't even say how old I was until this next, until I'm done with the story. So I get up on the roof, and Ryan boosts me up, and like his wife is sitting in this getaway car, like ready to take this thing. We got this whole setup, and we came up with it like in two minutes. Next thing I know, I get the last nail off the freaking sign with my bare hands. I'm bleeding. I'm up on the roof. I'm I'm on Northern Boulevard, facing Northern Boulevard. Why, of course. And I yank it off. I'm like, yeah, as like as I got it off because I didn't. I said, I'm like, we're gonna need to get tools. This isn't coming off. So I get it off. I'm like, yeah, and I scream really loud. And as I do that, there's a cop driving by. I guess either hears me pull it off or hears me scream. Stops the car and just makes a left and pulls into the parking lot. And I'm like, shit. I'm stuck on this roof. I can't get down. What did you do, Ryan? I, I was trying to get in trouble with my because I didn't want to leave it behind. Because if I ran you, away, that would have been kind of a shit. You didn't run. Too, so. no, what a friend. No, he stayed behind. It's funny, though. They never even looked at him. They never even paid him a second of attention. So what happened was I the next thing I I flashlights on me and you know, put your hands up. Keep your hands where I can see them. I'm like, you got it, sir. No problem. And the cop's like, and he's asking me all these questions from the ground to the roof. And I'm answering them honestly. And I say, you know, I, I explain to him I have to get off on the back. I can't get down off the front. I'll fall. You know, I'll break my leg. And the guy's like, all right. So, and then they say, how old are you? And I'm like, I'd rather not answer that, sir. I, I don't know. I think I was like 20 or 21 years old at the time. So this happened last week? Yeah, thanks. No, it happened quite a few years ago. Hey, go ahead. You're on the air. Hello? 
Am I the 25th caller? Caller. Hey, hey. Oh, you can't hear that, right? Wait, try again. Hello? Hey. Oh, hey, I'm here. I'm close, but we're, I'm not. You're on the air. Yeah, okay. Well, just tell me what your address is on the air, then, so I can find it. You know, I'm doing I'm doing a radio show right now. Is this the hot dog lady? And, my, and you keep ringing my phone me, and asking me for my address? Give me a, give me a clue. Like, no way. Put the light on and off or something. It's the hot dog lady. How am I going to flick the light on and off? I'm doing a radio show in the garage. <laughs> can you boost the signal? Wow. Well, Are we, you okay? My, Are you all right? Yeah, I'm walking around the street trying to find where you are. Where is it? Oh, oh, all right. Is it my address? I can't give you my address on the air. Who the hell is this? Yeah, the hot dog lady. It's the hot dog lady. <laughs> it's the hot dog lady. <laughs> oh, we can ask the questions. Um, do you relish the attention? <laughs> do What's you, the question? How are you going to catch up from all these business losses you've been having lately? Oh, I will text you my address in, in two minutes. Top okay. I don't know who you are, but come on in. Yeah, all right. All right. Thanks, caller. Jesus Christ. So what were you saying about uh, the police and your uh, escapades? It's our audience. Uh, well, that, it ended with my family happens to be of police uh, <laughs> descendants, so I got to get out of it with just a uh, slap on the wrist and it'll let me go home. But the two days later, we went back and we got the fucking sign. You still, you still have it? No. I have the Nathan sign from Queens Boulevard and Woodhaven Boulevard. First it was Wesson's, then it was Nathan's. When Nathan's closed down, I actually did go in there and pulled it off the wall. It's still hanging in the basement in Middle Village. Wow. It's a relic. The hot dog guy, Nathan's. This thing was literally the, the size of my garage. It Can was, we it get our huge. signs together? It was huge. And then what happened? It got cut up into pieces, right? Right. I, I, I was still living you know, with my, my parents or whatever, or whatever. I was, but I was, like, I was like, a, you know, like a child in their house, not like a rent payer or whatever. And uh, <laughs> as far as they were concerned, I was, I was like still in college. You know they what I mean? They tore everything apart, didn't they? I wake up one morning because it was leaning on my garage, and my stepfather is. I hear chainsaws. I'm like, "What the Aww. fuck is that?" And I go outside. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "You're not getting me arrested because of your bullshit." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, come on!" Like I just hadn't found the right place to put it yet. It was it was too big to just like noodle around, you know. So can you give me a J? Uh, I you know I did save some of it. You did? Yeah. Really? I don't yeah. Think he's talking about the sign. I want some <laughs> of it. <laughs> I see what I can. How do. much does it take for for an HJ? And HJ, 50, 50 grand. grand. 50 grand's are going right right now. <laughs> There's no H in Jacks. Yeah, there is now. You've lost me. The big breakfast sandwich. You ever have that? You remember that? No, oh, the O2. Oh, so you used to have eggs with like green veins in it. But it was, it was fucking, it was disgusting. I found looking. a half a roach in my apple crispito. Remember that? I do. And I the do. guy had a great excuse. He said, it's not our fault. They're flown in from upstate. Uh, the roaches? Flown in from upstate. I don't know why. This must the be a roaches small are plane. flown in and then they add them by hand. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you. I named this one Jeff. <laughs> Jack's yeah, was a part? mythical place. Living in Middle Village, we always heard that there was a Jack's, but it was like going to another country, actually. Going on the other side of Shea to, uh, oh, to Jack's. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, there I, was, well, there was one here and there was one in Mineola, and they both closed. So now the closest Jack's is like South Carolina or and something And Ohio. Like yeah, I, have this I do remember that. Taco Tuesdays. Oh, like shit. Oh, God, Damn I love that place. You could see our old Jack's in the movie The Basketball Diaries. That's, that's a good point. That's exact, That's Wow, that was weird. Um, they were sitting in our seat, too, and we had designated seats. That was, that our, was, seat. our, that was, that was our, our booth. Our booth, right. It's bastards. What exactly happened again in the movie? I just what they just had like a know. fight they scene. They went there, and I don't know. The movie sucked. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember them getting our permission to film it. In there. That didn't didn't. That was about Mario's friend. He knew that guy. 
Jim Carroll. Who was it? Jim the Carroll. Basketball Diaries. Jim Carroll. Doesn't ring a bell, maybe. You don't know Jim Carroll? What did he do? <laughs> you know, I can't answer this now because this is. <laughs> what do you got me on a fucking pay no mind list? <laughs> Jim Carroll. Jim Carroll band. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Manfred Mann. <laughs> oh my god. You, you you can't call up and win a prize if you're on the air, Mario. Yeah, well, what you, are you going to do this besides week? Besides the hot dog lady who's lost, I don't think you're going to get a caller. I'm here. I don't know. He died. Are there more than a, uh, eight people listening? He died, died, yes. I'm not telling you how many people. I'm going to get like Woody 200. D on the line here. What well, uh, the heck's my old radio partner? He's not calling me back. He's just um, very important these days. But all props go out to you, Woody D. If you're listening, why don't you give us a call? Woody D, I'm the house. Who the fuck is Woody D? Woody D. Everything's due. Woody for me. D was my partner on the air for ten years. Does he know to Does he know to listen to your ass right now? I Facebooked a bunch of people to tell him that I'm oh. down. I'm down like Donkey Kong. Look at you Facebooking. I have a memory stick, you know, right here. <laughs> <laughs> Mario carries everything on his memory stick. That's the That's as far. Or cassette. Or cassette. Zip disc. Put this on a zip disc. Send it to your lawyer. <laughs> so look, look at all these. We got uh, Susie Sue, my, Mick Jones. Dave Edwards, Dave Edmonds, Jim Carroll. There you go. Uh, You're kidding. Gang of Four, Tab Falco. Nice. Too bad I don't have a cassette player. Orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Mario, what's this record you brought? Uh, you brought with you? I'll I play bought that. the uh, Michael Board was an art student back at Pratt, and he gave me this single uh, way back when. It's uh, Ugly People with Fancy Hairdos. All right, let's. Hey. <laughs> Dedicated to Mike. Maybe this will work. Something about you can't get happy. Another beer. Stick a pin into your ear. What is there to fear, dear? Afraid you might be queer, dear? You can't get happy, so you roll a joint and have a toke. Have a little smoke. Say life's all a joke. No? No! You can't get happy, so you fight. Say it's quite a night. Then go home and it's all right. Right? No! You can't get happy, so you go out and you pick a trick. Have a cunt or have a prick. My, she's tight or my, he's thick. Sex is healthy, it's not sick. Right? No! You can't get happy, so you go out and you protest refugees. Bow the head and bend the knees. Yes, a guilty conscience, it helps ease. Right? No. Why? Outside the mud club in the pouring rain at 2 o'clock in the morning until finally the guy at the door feels sorry for you and lets you pay your $7 to get in. You buy a beer for another $2.50, but you're too embarrassed to dance in public. So you stand along the side hoping that Andy Warhol will see you and you get your picture in Interview Magazine. But it never happens. You wind up going home alone and wet. 
And you think the boat people are sinking? We're all boat people. 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 Yes, you're in the ninth circle at 10.30 every night, but you don't last long. By 11.45, you're on your knees in the back room of the stud. But nobody can question you or ask you if maybe there's some sort of problem or your life is missing something because you just tell them, hey, man, that's my lifestyle. You have seven inches of lifestyle? That's your lifestyle and you think the boat people are desperate? We're all boat people. We're all boat I see you leaning against the wall in St. Mark's place. You got on your dark sunglasses. You even wear them inside. You got your fingers tucked over the top of the belt. You practice looking bored in front of the mirror at home. You got one foot propped up against the wall trying to look like Lou Reed. Real cool. Some bum comes up to you to ask for a cigarette. He puts his arm on your shoulder. You jump. You shout at him. Don't touch me. I'm new wave. Don't touch me. I'm new wave. Don't touch me. I'm new wave. Don't touch me. I see those scratches on the inside of your arms so you tried to make like Sid Vicious with a broken light bulb. After all, you were only a bored teenager and what did you have to look forward to except being a bored 20-year-old and then a bored 30-year-old? And not only would you be bored, but you'd be old and bored. So why not end it all? You never quite did it though, but you kept trying and the weird thing about it is that you deserve to die. And you think the boat people are bad off? Man, they want to live! We're all boats, guys are all boat people. This is bringing me back, back to the days, St. Mark's Place. Does this, does this record end? It never ends and they would get booed off stage every time they came up.
Uh, kid tested that was a band uh, some kid just came up to me at the show on Saturday and, and gave me that record really is yeah it, I was it, like fuck I'll play it is it mother approved um the name of that song was Wiffle Ball Bat I don't know it's just that your kid tested and that's off the album Pop Era Laundry and I don't know some kid just handed me a CD he's like here's a CD I'm like I'll play it on the radio he's like oh awesome kid tested mother so approved there you go that's all you gotta do is Mario walk, approved. walk up to me and give me, give me something I'll play it on the radio it's that easy. Before that, we heard a record Mario brought, Mikel Board's Art. The only band in the world, and the record is called The Only Record in the World. <laughs> they only <laughs> made that record. We're all bold people. We're all bold people. I like that. You can't get happy, so you get up and you F and fight. I won't say the, the bad words. My well, you can say anything you want. <laughs> Your daughter's a baby. Listen, we can't play The Clash, but we can say fuck. I, can't, I don't get it. <laughs> so it's a real complicated world of errors. Your daughter is like one. It's like a loaf of bread. I looked at it today, and I made I rewrote the uh, uh, the message for her. Broken dishes everywhere. My daughter's pissing in her pampers, and I just don't care. That's why you can't. You got to find a, a. Me and Mike are trying to work out your mic 
Are you kind of trying to censor me? No, we're trying to balance here. I will not be silent. All over the place uh, volume. I will not be silent. Radio Free Flushing. Is on the air. So listen, John, what was up with your Facebook post this, this morning? What do you mean? It's deep, deep thoughts. I, 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 I don't want to discuss that. Martin Luther Houlihan. That's right. I'm Mahatma Gandhi. Sick. <laughs> I, I was very impressed. Your words of wisdom to raising youth in our nation today. Thank you. It is a crazy time. Thank you. What? Thank you. You want to share? No. I, uh, He's too embarrassed to show his sense size. He talks about love. It's on the internet. Anyone could look it up. All right, then. I, I say no more, it's Mahatma Gandhi. Like <laughs> <laughs> Let me do my show for Christ's sake. Why is that so low? Anyway, um, we ran out of things to talk about. Goodbye. I have things, I have things to say. Like what? Go ahead. Why don't you say it. I want to know why... Like, you lose a little weight, you buy, you go to the store, you buy yourself some clothes, and you buy clothes that fit you perfectly. You know perfectly well you're going to get fat again. And then, six <laughs> months later, you're going to put those clothes on, and they don't fit you anymore. Vanity is the topic, gentlemen. Vanity. Okay. Why do we do it? I don't do that. A vain person might shower no, once I've in had, a while well, and wash themselves. I've had oh, almost yes. everything I own for the longest time. I don't know, what it, and this weather, what is it about the weather? And All of a sudden, everybody just starts to take all their clothes off, and in the winter, they just look at me like I'm some sort of nut if I try to look down their blouse, <laughs> and now they're just walking around, the guys too. Where's Travolta, Dave? John Travolta. Where's Dave? Dave wishes he was here. Dave, please come back. Dave's not here. Dave's not here. <laughs> The uh, do you, do you, none of your clothes fit anymore? You lost a lot of weight. No, I did. I used to be two hundred and twenty pounds, and get the hell out of here. I went down to one sixty five, and like a fool, I thought I could just kind of be one sixty five. Now I'm one eighty five, and, and I put on my suit the other day to go to my son's uh, communion, and uh, my buttons are like the Hulk. Uh, me angry. Oh wait, was that the other day? Did I miss it? No, the party's still coming up. Damn it! Fuck. You are in. Uh, Why do they do it? The women they invite, they like to do. They invite people. I say, please leave them alone. Uh, yeah, I want to make a plea to everyone right now. Don't invite me to your kid's birthday party or your cat's birthday party or your kid's christening or the confirmation or any of that fucking voodoo bullshit. Are you coming to my Memorial Day party? I'm not coming to anything. That's a, a grown-up party. Memorial Day's on a Monday, always. Always on a Monday. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll do my same thing. I'll show up and then uh, I have to go. To, I have to go to work on Mondays. Why don't we get some bands to play on the roof of my garage? Can't call in sick on a holiday. Yeah, Come for a little bit. You always do. For it. I haven't got the tits for it. Mike, Mike, all eight listeners, uh, you're invited to my house in, on Memorial Day. No. You want to give out your address? Four hundred nine of that the Fort Street. <laughs> Mario lives in a a nice neighborhood. Let's oh, say. really? Yeah. Or maybe I will go. You can have he lives some in nice Douglas food? Tron, Douglas, Douglas Town. You're gonna have some nice food for us. Say what up, Mario and Douglas. What's the menu? What's the menu? I would not cross into Nassau. They, I saw the line and I stopped. I said, "This is it." By the way, speaking of uh, the fan, the Mets are losing uh, two to three to the Miami Marlins. Comeback Mets three in a row against the Phillies. Three. What is it? The Mets ball? swept the Phillies. It's amazing. Let's talk about fantasy baseball. What do you fantasize that these players are doing to you? <laughs> You're on fantasy talk here live at the barrage. Oh, That's all they what talk don't about. I fantasize? Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Oh yeah, it is annoying because uh, I remember when I wasn't involved in the fantasy baseball. Uh, I and it's it's I didn't want to hear it. 
Why, Mario, you're not involved? I think there are much more important things to do than play, play 10-year-olds on video games and fantasize about hey, adult hey, listen, baseball players. What I'm doing is war. What he's doing is fantasy baseball. It's big Wait, difference. you guys want to talk sports? The only sports. time I researched sports is when I used to have a lot of money you on them, and now song. I don't anymore. Uh-oh. We need to get John's theme song. <laughs> Is this the one you made? Cuz? Right. It's time for sports basketball. Everyone loves it. It's a big hit. Sport. This part of you don't like sports. <laughs> Stoudemire, Weaver, triple overtime. Yankees cologne and say out suicide. Cause it's gush, gush, gush for the gush. whole gush, team. Gush. If they don't win, what a shame. Cause, <laughs> cause it's Angel on you hot. He's had a hit. His last 15 games. Actually, it's not true anymore. Hey, I update this song. He's hurt. Pagan, you hurt. Piano solo. Oh my god. This is next level shit. <laughs> I'm deconstructing music. Next level shit, Dan Dyer. Wow. Thank you. Bravo, bravo. That Thank might you. be one of the fucking funniest things. I, <laughs> good, I, good. I, I, I didn't recover from laughing that last hard that time last week. What? I, I, I <laughs> fucked that up. I didn't recover from laughing so hard last week for like three days. My stomach hurt. I could not believe this. What it's a great song. this? Because we're going to have a segment called Sports Fast Forward because people, somebody told me that there's too, many, too much sports. Oh, my God. So we're going to give people the option to fast forward through the Just segment. Just get out of it. But Just then when I uh, explained that idea to Dave on the way here, he, uh, he, he was against it. He uh, likes the sports. And I was like, but I wrote the song. <laughs> well, what I, you know, I, I was laughing so hard last week I missed that entire. Thank you for re-explaining it because I was like, what happened? You're welcome. Oh, that was great. Thank what, you. what is the status of Pagan Yuhat these days now that Pagan is no longer even with us? I mean, what, Pagan Yuhat is your What does the Pagan Yuhat page really serve, uh, serve? What purpose does it serve now? It's, what do you think? It's great. It's hilarious. I was told by someone uh, never to take that page down ever. That it was their favorite page. Well, then... Thank you, Ryan. Well, it shall exist. Pagan, you hot. I called those girls. What? It was disconnected. <laughs> I told the girls you not who to call inspired the, the whole movement. For those of you who don't know the story, Mario fished a sign out of the garbage at the Mets game that said "Pagan, you hot." That was oh. being held up by young young girls uh, uh, who were pining for angel, uh, center fielder Angel Pagan when he was on the Mets, and it included a cell phone number. It said, "Call me," which I excuse me, oh my god, which I crossed out with a magic marker because I didn't want people calling these young girls. But apparently he called them anyway. He He wrote down the number when I wasn't looking. When Pagan got traded, I thought I had to tell them. But you called, wait, but you you crossed out the numbers from what? For who? From 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 the sign. From the sign. At what point in the in the day did you do this? Oh, like a year later. Oh, fine, <laughs> fine. I, I, I thought you like grabbed the sign and like crossed the number. Like you don't deserve no, it. I kept telling them not, not to. Not, no, it's not Angel Pagan's number. It's some girl's number. Oh well, Angel Pagan doesn't want to call you either. It's like right. bait pussy. Uh, that's the third reference to me fishing things out of the garbage tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went on a run with Mary. We went to the uh, movies. And uh, we parked the car. He had to run into Fairway, or I had to run into the supermarket, or whatever it's called. You don't run into Fairway. I did. It was quick as hell. I couldn't what? believe it. There were no lines or nothing. It was awesome. All right. Anyway, 
there was a bunch of stuff, and I come out and like my bat, my bat, the back of my car is open. The kids are in the car. He's what a loading, score! He's loading up the car with all this shit. What did what he is find? That? Christmas tree stands Christmas tree and stands. twine. Cast iron Christmas tree stands. That's right. Twenty percent <laughs> went to the captain of the ship. What is this? Storage wars? What the are only, you doing? I, I got one Christmas tree stand. And I was the wheel man. I took all the risk. I think we, there was five. That's twenty percent, Captain. Oh, you stole them. <laughs> I didn't steal them. They were leftovers. He from was the about Christmas to say they were sale. garbage, but he knows they weren't garbage. They were on the side of the store. They're worth like forty bucks a piece. I doubt it. <laughs> we'll see what I get in my next garage. Did you put sale. them on eBay yet? They're too heavy. <laughs> They're heavy as shit. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, man? You're stealing cars. You're stealing people's He's a dumpster Christmas diver. bullshit. So anyway, I had the sign, and I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. Woo! <laughs> Woo! And to this day, it lives. It lives in infamy with all the other chants. I invented quite a few, you know. It was great. Oh, he, yeah. was, he, was, he was hot for a while there, but I think he got hurt. Right, Ryan? I think Pagan, you hurt. He's hurt right now. Fuck him. Fuck him. But the site still goes strong. Yeah. I gave Cowbell Man his name. We the part where people say, let's go Mets, and everybody else yells, who? That was me because I was tired of yelling, what? let's go Mets. <laughs> I'm telling you, nobody believes me. I don't, true. I don't believe No, you. no one does believe you. We yeah. questioned so, Cowbell so, Man. So far, we've, we just, you were in the first uh, white rap group. They you gave Cowbell Man his name. There's many what firsts. What else have you done? I, I, uh, the first radio show in history. Not really. No, no, not really. There's been many radio shows. You wrote all the songs for Billy Bragg. What? Let's play some Billy. <laughs> Under a pseudonym. I, e- I Facebooked him to let him know if I could play his, his song tonight. And it's a and good thing he never got back to you. I, I say, wanted to he... play Jesus Christ for President after I read your Facebook post today. Uh, you yeah, are a, a carpenter, good one. aren't you, John? That's a good one. I used to be. <laughs> I used to be. He's quite good with his hands. I used to be a lot hands. of things. He's quite good I with his John hands. Ask John Travolta. Or John. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody seen Richie? I'm going to keep coming back here. Until somebody has seen Richie. Really? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I will. I'll come back here every day. <laughs> I have the whole thing. I mean, I could run through it, no problem. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. Really? I love it. You gotta forget, he's, he's in a disco. Oh, this is the real whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> there he is. Huh? I'm gonna keep him back until somebody remembers seeing Richie. We love the movies of Steven Seagal here on the, on the Live from the Broad show. I'm more of a reality show fan. Like, you know, when he's a cop. I never like, saw that one. It's it's stupid, but it's pretty funny. I Do mean, the other cops respect him, or they just, like, clown him? No, they all... Oh, they, they were kissing his ass, something terrible. The yeah. criminals, every once in a while, like, oh, shit. Holy it. shit, I'm being arrested by Steven Seagal. If you get that, but then more often than not, like, it would happen, like, on a, like a, a raid. Like, sometimes they'd go into, like, a guy's house, and he'd live with, like, his mom and grandma or some bullshit. And the family would be like, oh, man, it's Steven Seagal. And they'd, like, take their pictures with him and stuff. It was insane. I heard he's doing a spot on Bait Car. Well, Shaq, oh, Shaq was a cop, too, right? Like then, that. Did Shaq go riding around? Wasn't he a sheriff, like some small town, honorary sheriff? And like You're going you to bring you know, him into a small town. You're arrested you guys, by Shaq. The minute he arrests one person, the town knows. Like, you're better off, like, dropping him in, like, L.A. You know, uh, where, you're like, under arrest. Uh... <laughs> I, I I heard once Chuck Norris went like on a ride along or something for like a cocaine bust or like a meth bust in like a hotel for people partying. Yo, imagine you were up for like sixty hours like partying your ass off in some dump hotel in like middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't have and to fucking, imagine. Go ahead. Okay, well, right, but and then all of a sudden Chuck Norris kicks the door in. You're like, what the? Fuck? Oh, I heard he's dyslexic. Uh, he, he, but he, oh, so what? He kicked the wrong door in. <laughs> this is, I don't know. <laughs> it's a rumor. 
Dyslexia is just a fancy word for too lazy to Google, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Or tell time. If you type that shit into Google, it'll come up. You lazy bastard. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) You have a learning disability, but you have a machine right there that fixes it. (laughs) What's your problem? L-I-U. Look it up. You don't have to be smart these days. That's what I tell my sixth graders. They got me twice. They got me <laughs> twice today. That's not how you spell that. Ah, you get extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> if I get extra credit every time I correct if, one of your spelling mistakes, I'd, I'd be a straight A I student. I tell them if uh, I was on Jim? Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, I would lose. You would. And the reason is because you have a lot of growing up to do, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you're not as smart as Ridiculous. a fifth grader. I have a different kind of intelligence. You're right. An you abstract. Are. You use the other side of your brain. The cerebral cortex. Right. No. The the left side or whatever the f- it is. Fumigula uh, fumabalis. Oh, I can't believe we're going to even have this conversation. What? what do either one of you actually know what we're going to get? What the uh, target answer is? The Emilio Brobranis. What's he saying? What's the question? I, I think he's he's talking about the part of the brain that controls being uh, a, an idiot. I hope that's MC Seat. It is MC Seat. I'm getting a message. I had a feeling. Well, it's from a third party. So Uh, MC Seat uses a lot of channels to to get through to me. He's hard to get a hold of. Yeah. FBI and And, uh, he's Apparently, he's working on a new song. Oh. They're collaborating. He's collaborating with a guy called LGX. They're collaborating on a new song called Prunes. MC, I'd like to do some work with you, MC, so just reach out to me. Wow. So that would be a pretty good collaboration. MC Seat and um, the Squeeze Gang. Rap attack. I simply go by the name of Mary O. (laughs) Mary O. How original. Oh. I just hyphenated it. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Yeah, wrap your cerebral cortex around that. Mark my words. One day we will have MC seat come in and sit, sit in a seat. I don't think I don't think he exists. On I think this it, very I show. think this is all machines. Oh, I've never met him, but I'm pretty sure he's real. Maybe MC seat just doesn't exist. I don't. I don't no, he does. Yeah. He's got to. He's this, got to. This is too good to. This is too good to for you know for one man to to produce. He's real. He's real. Girl from Louisiana giving head in the cabana. See, I've never been to Cancun, but I imagine that's what it's like. I've been, uh, have I been to Cancun? No, I was somewhere else in Mexico. It wasn't Cancun. I would go to Cancun just to drive to the, um, where the hostages were down south. And, uh, I will never go to Mexico ever again. I did a lot of good training. I loved Mexico, but they will, they will kidnap you and kill you. I was you. there in the kidnapping days. I, I don't care re- what they say. Recently. You're on a resort. It's fine. What are you worried about? I don't care. I'm not No, doing I would it. rent the car and just drive down, and then I would bring pornography, jeans, and crayons, and I could get out of any <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if if you were a policeman, you got pornography. If you were a, if you were a artisan, you would get the crayons because they like to melt them and make those fancy batik shirts. And then everybody likes jeans. 
Or as I call them, dungarees. Uh, I like denims. Uh, cigarettes. Bring cigarettes. You could trade those. I don't know, man. I was in Mexico and it was. I saw like at one point we saw like a whole army truck full of like federales or like just and just driving. The, thank God the opposite way it was, but they were hauling ass. No, they They're really, all in on the take too. They really stopped me, and and it's true. I I I, I stopped the car. I said they said you open up the trunk. I opened up the trunk. I opened my suitcase. I took out three magazines. I gave it to them. They said thank you very much. And I, I we'll go back to that. This is precious moments. <laughs> it's called shiny and new and ready for school. You guys like this? It's all right, I guess. What are they saying? I think they're cats. I've seen that cartoon. This isn't them. <laughs> Retarded. Gush, gush. Kirk, new and ice. New and heist. I don't know what that was. Someone just handed that to me and I played it. And any more <laughs> info would be great because I, I just want to know what he's heard. You're becoming the Murray the K of the, of the Brooklyn Underground. Kate, do you want to tell us what that was? That was Precious Moments uh, featuring Jimmy Two Hands uh, before he was Jimmy Two Hands. And also um, what? Andy Lucas from the Meat Men and Lord Vapid. That was pretty incredible. Two Hands. Jimmy does, Two Hands. Does he know John Travolta? Banjo player extraordinaire. <laughs> he was just in New York, this guy. And, uh, 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 he he has two hands still. You want to hang out with me? Jimmy Two Hands, John Travolta, and the Meat Men were all picked up on the Lower East Side <laughs> last night. Mexico. <laughs> Forget Mexico. Egypt was even better. I've already forgotten Mexico. So I'm I'll in never e- go there. I'm in Egypt uh, in this little. Uh, I signed a girl's boobs the, in Mexico. On the coast of the Red Sea, and <laughs> there's awesome. a club. There's a club that you can go if you are not Muslim and not Egyptian citizen, where you can drink and play pool and hang out. So I'm there, and the bartender puts me aside. He says, "Do you think you could use your?" passport and go buy us you know the maximum allotment of liquor that you can buy since i wasn't <laughs> i had no money to buy bottles of booze i said sure sure so they so they gave me all the money and they sent me out to buy booze and the next night i show up with two shopping bags full of booze and i get there and there's a man dressed up like uh you know uh one of the generals one of the he's dressed up like the guy from uh, libya what's his name Muammar Gaddafi. Yeah, Muammar Gaddafi and a bunch of other guys. And I'm like, well, this is it. They set me up. This is Midnight, Midnight, uh, what's that movie? <laughs> Midnight Express. Midnight Express, here it comes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm standing, and the kid comes up to me, did you get, did you get the alcohol? And not only that, I promised to bring them pornography as well. What? Why so, would you do this? I always travel with pornography. It's a green card. Uh, American pornography? They love it. They can't get it. They're Muslim, you know. Are you so, out of your mind? So now I said, yeah, I got it. It's right here in the bag. So he takes the basement, he brings it over to the pool table where the general starts going through it. And then the general comes up to me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm dead, I'm dead. And he smiles from ear to ear and he gives me a big sweaty Egyptian hug and we drank booze and played pool all night It's amazing. What a sweaty, story. The sweaty Egyptian hug. When was this? I what year was well. this? Uh, I believe in 1995 I took off for six months. I he left. Travolted you. 
I left from uh, Flushing, Queens, and made my way around, circumvented the globe, and made my way back to New York six months later. Amazing. That really is truly an I incredible story. I would not go into the military, so I just made my army of one and took off. There you go. Good for you. I haven't been, uh, the farthest I've been is Jersey. What? The same thing as Egypt. Yeah, I thought you were in Mexico. Oh, I get no, it. No, that's true. I was in Mexico. You. Yeah. You've been seen Never in again. Chicago. I love Mexico. It Do we have any listeners from Chicago? You know, I know you have a big following. Uh, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Well, so what about it? What were you going to say about Chicago? Yeah, go Mario? ahead. Say what you're going to say, motherfucker. I Mario's know, busy putting cigarettes out of my floor. I know floor. he's like... It's a, I have an ashtray. <laughs> I know you're like the king of the uh, of the New York-Chicago contingency known as the no, peanut butter revolution, it. right? Is that PBR? <laughs> 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 yeah, the PBR. Barbecues. PBR barbecue. I had the honor of DJing a couple Revolution. of those shows when we were part of the Occupy uh, movement back in the day. <laughs> what happened to the Occupy movement? Where is it? Oh, I read something the other day about a, a T-shirt business they have now. What? Five bucks a T-shirt. Just look it up in the Daily That's News. That's pretty cheap. Who These does? guys are self-sustaining uh, a T-shirt business where they uh, give half their or, or a certain percentage of their profits. To other startup businesses, they try to make like their own, uh, you know, their own world of uh, capital. So why don't we do this? Is it like an because I don't want to run, run a silk screen shirt thing? I have uh, a business. pin, an Occupy pin. True. Look, radio. You tell me what's going on, Mario. You have your ear to the ground when it comes to this. I, I don't know. Last time Quick I was on the steps Mario. of the uh, Foley Square, I did call for them to have a resurgence in the spring. Now I know that some things are happening. Uh, I, w- I was walking through Central Park uh, a couple weeks ago, and there was a big, uh, big uh, showing there in the middle of the park, and the cops were mustering, of course, outside the park, with getting ready, getting ready to move in. I don't know why they're just in the park. It's a public park. But fucking bullshit. I think it's good. It's good to open up the discourse and the debate, and not make everybody feel too comfortable. Of course. I don't even know what they're saying, but it's good. Mike loves to talk politics. I don't. I think it's the worst. I'd rather talk. I don't about, want to talk politics. I'd rather talk about like two thousand right, year old the, dead religion. I did post that either. Sanskrit. Yeah, You're Sanskrit. majoring in a two thousand year old Get dead language. Get out. Yeah, I. But I. This is just such a fucking moot point, man. Who the hell cares? I mean, I care. Don't get me wrong, but. It doesn't mean shit. You guys Welcome go- to my show. My name is Frankie McDowell. This episode is huge storms going to hit Minnesota on Monday, April 2nd, 2012. Attention, citizens of Minnesota. Attention, citizens of North Dakota. Attention, citizens of Manitoba. Attention, citizens of Saskatchewan. Canadian Revolution. Thunderstorm warning has been issued for Minnesota. Supposed to be real powerful winds. Supposed to be 300 plus millimeters of rain going to fall down in Minnesota. It's going to be thunder and lightning, a lot of tornadoes, hail will be reported in Minnesota. Supposed to be real high winds gusting up to 100 plus kilometers per hour in Minnesota. People in Minnesota, be prepared for a huge rainstorm. It's going to happen on Monday, April 2nd, 2012. Uh, it already passed, so that was the uh, retarded guy with the weather. I guess I just I just plug when people hand me the, people hand me the things, and I just plug them in, play them, fuck it. So you don't like politics? You don't? Nobody's listening. I'm on the air by myself. No, you're not. Anyway, I did say that I was going to speak on the marginalization of the working class and the victimization of of poor and and children and uh, 
and women, but or I would just fart and make useless noises. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna talk about a uh, George Clooney. <laughs> What, he had a, had a dinner with the president, right? No, not politics. I'm just annoyed that he's in every commercial, every single voiceover. Oh, voice you should go over. to Europe and shit. And he tries Holy to disguise God. his voice. It's fucking annoying. He's always disguising his voice. Like what? Every like Batman? car commercial he's in. Every single one. Really? I'm not. Uh, I'm usually good at that game. No, you're not, apparently. If you don't know, then you're not paying attention because he's in every goddamn commercial. I have a DVR. Way. I don't watch commercials anymore. No, it'll look good for you. Good for you. <laughs> oh, good for That's you, right, John. How you, was it? He does not have a DVR. What happened? Uh, <laughs> all right. The reason I don't have a DVR, you'd have to ask my wife because she's insane. They're free. Oh. Yeah. Well, what do you want me to do? I do what I'm told. It's ridiculous. I, swear. I can't right. take I, it. Ridiculous. I have no idea. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Me, I have no TV. I don't watch TV anyway, though. But uh, I you watch, don't watch. You don't watch the card either. You best. I watch TV not at home. Let's just say. I watch TV in the middle of the night on the internet. That's the secret. I thought it would be something better, way better than that. Oh, I don't watch commercials either because I just I just watch shows on um, like freaking illegal websites. Yeah, that's like Deadliest Catch, Wicked Tuna. Which We're not going I, throughout a show without saying Wicked Tuna. I, I have not seen this show yet, and I like fishing shit. Well, if shows. you like douchebags from Boston who, nope, and their nope, accents yelling me. at each other, uh, but they fish for tuna. Bring me back. Wicked you, Tuna. You're reeling me in. Wicked Tuna. The tuna, these, uh, tuna fish are immense. These gigantic thousand-pound fish. They are big. And they swam, can, they can, um, swam with tuna. They're what? T- that's like like three thousand fucking miles it's out. The, man. It's the bluefin tuna, which is Whichever, they, they let's break they, that down by four hundred. It's the bluefin tuna they uh, export it to Japan, where it's a like a delicacy, and that's why they get so much money for it. It's not the regular it's tuna belly fish they put in a can uh, yeah. the, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. They probably use the they they take the horns over there, <laughs> grind them into powder, and rub it on their foreskins. Foreskin powder. Is that Ike Davis? <laughs> huh. What happened? Let's give you a Mets update here. Mike Davis just uh, was that a home run? No, base hit. Base hit. Drove in a run. Still two men on base. One out. Mets up five three. They sell those fishes for like twenty thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, it's like twenty grand for a fish or something like that. Well, that's that's a little high. It's there probably was, like there, seven grand. There was one. They, there was one one that time on that went for one million dollars. That's not a joke. A tuna fish. Yes. Bullshit. Well, I'll bring it up. It must have swallowed something. Yeah, it's like a suitcase full of a million dollars. Look, Ike Davis just sent me his rookie cards autographs. Look, radio people. We can't look. We're on the radio. Put your camera on. No. They're beautiful. Mint condition. (laughs) I wrote him a letter. Ike Davis rookie cards. It's like last year. That's two years ago. He was hurt last year. I have uh, Derek Vulcans was nice enough to drop off Daryl Strawberry and uh, Doc Gooden signed autograph picture for me where they were very hungover and uh, also some rookie cards in there as well. I saw that. That Did you? I showed that to you? Oh, yeah. Last week I showed it to you. It was pretty awesome. Thanks, Derek. I could get anybody's email by Thanks, just tipping my son. Seven-year-old boy, I'm, just was, shove him in front of a ball player. My son wants your autograph. That's right. Oh, wait, didn't uh, Edgardo Alfonso's son, or who was it? Edgardo's son was in my eighth grade class, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> well, I have a, uh, a tuna update here for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we get tuna. Well, the first, the first, uh, thing um, I, the, the first thing I found was a 593-pound 593 593 tuna. tuna fish. 
Sold for a record of $736,000. Wow. A fucking fish. You know, looking at the picture of that fish, it doesn't look all that big. Right. Well, forget it. What Take the hell's in his belly? Gold of, in his belly? It's a lot of scuttle for a fish. <laughs> scuttle. <laughs> what do they do with that tuna? It's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Upwards around 180. 180 hats. It's a lot of hats. That's a lot of fucking cash. It's a lot of hats. A lot of hats. You never t- the best part about that is the guy turns and goes, you never told me that. <laughs> uh, you know, the soundbite is a difficult world to get into. Sure is. Here's the family ghost.
Your, ma- your mic is off. Try as you might to speak into it. You are, are unable. I've cut you off because I need to explain who that was. I have protocol to follow. All right, now your mic's back on. Behave yourself. I'll let you go. <laughs> that was Radiant Republic, formerly Radiant Republic of Texas. The song called The Breeze is a Tease. Before that, we heard Endangered Feces with Where's Your Shiny Shirt, Douchebag. Uh, <laughs> my, one of my songs favorite 25 songs. seconds long. And prior to that was uh, The Family Ghost with a song that I cannot remember the title. Oh, Like Clockwork. Nice. Good recovery. Okay, now you, got, now you guys can talk and I'll leave. Woody, Woody, are you still there? No, I get, Woody didn't want to be Woody left. I'm sorry to say, Woody D, this is out to you. I know you're listening out there. Woody D is a legend, my radio partner. FCC regulations prevent me from day. putting somebody on the air who doesn't want to be on the air. Well, <laughs> Woody, I have to thank you for reasons. thank you for calling in, and you know the man is a legend. Together, we we kind of started going to see Billy Bragg at the Lone Star. He said, "Hey, hey, hey, Mario, th- this guy's a big Clash fan. We should go see him." And we developed a friendship that goes way back. So we're going to cue up a song for Woody what? D. It's called Johnny Clash. Oh, okay. Is wow. it ready? Yeah, um, pretty much. Woody says you're welcome in the chat box. By the way, Mario. The truth. The truth. Nothing but the truth. We'll so this is side A old clash fan fight song and when you get to the postman part that's that's my friend Woody. <laughs> <laughs> oh what happened? Sounds like the old days back at Pratt. Sounds like man for bed. Uh, Here it is. This record's messed up. It's not playing. Oh. What did you look at? What did you say my name for? I didn't do shit. What happened? I don't know. I think it needs a hole punch. Uh, are we going to be able to get it? Not looking good. Nope. Nope. Well, that was uh, Johnny Clash. Oh, with the, I can't get it, Mario. This record. Uh, well, he did put in the whole verse about the, correctly. the the best, the biggest Clash fan we know, and uh, I don't want to give you a real name on the air, but go, go see him at the Brooklyn Flea Market. Woody Sorry, D, Woody. Woody D Old Clash is fan uh, fight song. I tried a man to play of memorabilia it. and much knowledge. He's My the guru of no the good. punk scene, circa nineteen seventy, whenever we were alive. <laughs> Thanks, Woody D. Thanks, Woody D. Thank and you, uh, kisses to Emma and Mary and everybody, the whole family. Woody's Cabin, he says. Woody's Cabin is the place at the Brooklyn Flea Market. Check it out. You can't believe the stuff oh, that yeah? they have. Where is it? At the Brooklyn Flea. Uh, it's in Williamsburg. When? Every Sunday, I think they go out there. He is slowly trying to sell like millions of dollars of, uh, well, millions, of, I don't know if it's dollars, but it's millions of items that he's amassed and that are in his little house in Long Island and... Uh, Sundays. More power to him. Sundays at the Brooklyn Flea Market. Go see Woody at uh, Woody's Cabin. Also, uh, how's things with Billy Bragg? Uh, uh, still on hold. I know he's coming back to New York for uh, uh, second uh, Will, uh, uh, Mermaid Avenue, second album of uh, songs from Woody Guthrie. Hmm. And uh, that should be coming up this summer. <laughs> uh, looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> Sorry, I pizza. How about, how about? Oh, wait, you have him, uh, Ryan? We might have it here, Mario. Uh, I don't have the record, but uh, I might have a live Billy Bragg wow. playing the song. Technology, wow. Can I play that? Yeah. Yes, live. I'm not get sued. Live, you can no, you can play. You Woody can play gives live, permission. Live, no. Billy, oh. don't sue me. And I, I, I Facebook it. This is a song I recorded uh, a couple of years ago under the pseudonym Johnny Clash. It's called Old Clash Fan Fight Song. Yeah. Yeah. Go 
What happened? Um, Everybody New York Mets five, Miami four. No, what happened? <laughs> Just because he delivers the post doesn't mean he's lost his ideals. Woody D. <laughs> he delivers the New York Post? He delivers the pe- the mail, the post. Oh. Uh, he del- and then he he's tours, a postman. And then he's he tours with Billy when Billy comes to the States, and I, I, he gets the time off. God bless the union. There's power in the union, you know? There is. I think we have a few postmen listening, post women. Do they always ring twice? Well, I, I, know, I know at least one postman who... Listens on her route on via podcast, which you could download at iTunes. Thank you. Nice. Um, this show will probably be up by like Wednesday or Thursday, maybe even earlier. I don't know. I think I, I think I got a handle on it. The whole podcast thing was kind of breaking my balls for a while, but this guy, as I said before, Jim Birch, who's constantly helping me, and I'm constantly bothering him. And Kate, I'm, when I, when I'm sick of bothering Jim and I'm bothering too much, I stop bothering Kate. Poor Kate. And see if she can help me. So between those two, like helping me, I think I, I I actually figured something out on my own the other day. It was great, and I got the podcast up there. Oh, it was awesome! What a feeling! Nice, good job. It only took me eight hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I got paid for it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm not, you know. Thank you, Flushing Ironworks. I'm not that savvy, <laughs> Flushing Ironworks. That, that place isn't real. I was making that up. Uh, well, I'm keeping it alive, man. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. For all your iron needs. You need a steel beam, you head down to Flushing Ironworks. 
working out. Radio free flushing ironworks. Hey, go hey, what do you need? I I need some iron. Ah, well, come on in. Let's take a look. I don't think I'm ever. uh, What do you need? Steel beam? Steel plate? I'm an aluminum man myself. Welded for you? Aluminum. Well, you're in the right place, my friend, because the the PBR barbecue people (laughs) love aluminum guitars. Peanut butter revolution. (laughs) Oh, speaking of the the PBR barbecue. Oh, my God. It's actually called the PRF barbecue. And it is happening uh, Thursday, June 28th through Sunday, July 1st in Chicago. 2012. And I believe there are this, yeah, this this next month coming up. Hey, man, podcast. We're Risk Rewards playing on Sunday, my band. And, you're going um, up? I'm going over. Who's going to man the radio over show while up. you're gone? I'm going to have to take it on the road. Can't the uh, lunatics take over the asylum? No. You know, Even I, if we have Dave here? I don't want you in my house. Don't tell him I'm gone. <laughs> don't tell him I'm gone. I don't want him to come and ransack my barrage. <laughs> so anyway, the PRF barbecue. I, th- I believe there are still one-day passes for Sunday available. Visit prfbarbecue.com. Are you doing a, a New York show as well this year? Uh, we're playing tomorrow. Of all things. But it's not a PRF show. Uh, no, not this. This is a, a different. It's an outside festival. We're playing at 3.30 in Tompkins Square Park tomorrow. Oh, I've afternoon. read about that. What is that? It's uh this this guy Mike SOS who puts on a lot of metal shows is putting on this thing and it's called the Spring Fling or something and uh and, it's uh, us and a bunch of metal bands. And you could bring kids, We're right? Fit bring the right kids in. and bring the wife and bring the kids, bring the wife. Guaranteed to have the time of your life. Guaranteed to have the time of your life. We're trying to uh figure out how we're gonna drink during this. What? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I, I think I'm. I, th- I don't think I'm going to drink because I coffee might, cups, I, coffee I, cups filled with beer. That's all you need. I told Evan Rowe I would go to that show that I mentioned earlier at Pianos, uh, but I might have. I have I to might, work tomorrow. I might be going to the Rangers game. I'm going to the Ranger game. I haven't s- gone to a Ranger game since 1994. If you're going, I'm going, and you. That's the reason I'm going is because I've been to a bunch of games this season. I've been to playoff games, and you, my friend. I don't go. I don't I've, go and don't care about hockey. You get to no, go to Game no, 7 I'm a bullshit. big hockey fan. I used to play hockey. We had season tickets till they won it in 94, and then they, they gave us the boot. Uh, and bullshit. I cursed them again. I wrote Neil Shanahan a letter, and I put another curse on him. Goddamn miracle. But you know what? I'm going tomorrow. I, I looked at my ticket stub from 1994, last game of the Stanley Cup. It was $24 plus $6 in tax. Wow. What the hell's going on? $200, I mean, it's the 200 level, but still, $200, $175. 200 level is good seats. You're, you're down there. I know, but and that's cost, that's cost from the garden, thanks to the king of Times Square, Christian. I love to have the kazoo and the faggots play at my restaurant, Ponsol. <laughs> well, yeah, the, well, he they're is still the probably cheaper than Knicks tickets, and yes, goddamn miracle. Tickets are ridiculous. Let's hope I the Nets to lose to holder. the Sixers, because... What? I have a, what? If you don't buy it tickets, makes no sense. I used to be a Jets season. Sorry, oh, sorry. You used to be a Jets season ticket holder, and then they came up with the PSL, so the personal seating license. Charge everybody twenty thousand dollars just for the privilege of holding onto your seat. Well, back at well, Shea, it turn, it turn, to, the Giants did the same to, thing the next so year. Up, wait, but my, well, I had a friend who had great seats on the fifty yard line. You know, on the first level, the the ticket price well, to hold one seat. To stay in your seat was like forty five thousand dollars or something. He moved up to like section three hundred and like thirty eight. Yeah, for five grand a seat. No, I wouldn't pay five dollars to go to the Jets games. People hey, offer uh, me Jets tickets. I've been to. I had Jets a and plan Giants back when Giants they were at Shea. It we was uh, forty five dollars per season for the plan. Wow. 
It was eight games, five dollars a game. You just paid the guy at the, at, at the entrance in left field. But that's that's not a real plan. <laughs> it was well, a great plan. My dad used to work the garden as an usher. The Ranger and a games too. Ticker. You put the money right under the ticket. And that's your exactly dad, what you your would dad do. took us to see Nirvana. Well, not took us, but let us in. And uh, that's what you would do. And then they started uh, putting uh, like the boat shows and all that stuff. They started putting cops at the at the door to watch the ticket takers, and they brought the state in. It was yeah, a big fucking yeah, deal. Yeah. It's like blah 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 blah. Come we on. had can't do anything fun the, anymore. The Stanley Cup, the final game in 1994. We had five tickets in our plan. And I went to Kinko's all up and down Manhattan <laughs> and got just the colored bar of the ticket copied. And then we pasted them on to tickets from other series that weren't played. And we got 10 tickets total. There were 10 of us who went to that game. I got a big fight. I have a There's black eye. a lot eye. of stuff going on. We don't need you giving out your secrets. Asshole. Well, you can't do it anymore. Not in this day and age. Bullshit. Just because the ticket bar color was right. We all got in. I got a big fight because the guy would not pay $50 to see the Rangers win the Stanley Cup after... F- what, 54 years or 1940 was 1940, the last? 1940, yeah. yep. And, uh, well, they listen, still chant 1940, which makes no paying. sense. I'm cheap as hell, everybody knows. Yeah, I don't mind paying 200 work. bills tomorrow night because I haven't bought a Ranger ticket in uh That's a good game to go to. And if you show up at this game after 94, yeah, well, you, you know. 18 you're, years. You're probably good luck because you were there uh, when, the, when, they went, there, when they won. I was there in game six and seven and then the Devil Series as well. That was amazing. Oh, St- uh, Stepan Mateau. Mateau, Mateau, step on my toes. Oh, that was the greatest goal ever. Well, it's kind of a shitty goal. It's nothing goal. like a game seven. Win or lose, it's exciting. Mateau swoops in to intercept. Mateau behind the net. Swings it in front. We got chills listening. One, one more hill to climb, baby. baby. And it's Mount Vancouver. <laughs> Howie Rose with the call. <laughs> Good old Howie Rose. You could tell. You know, Harry Rose waiting uh, since 1940. Well, not not him personally since 1940, but uh, the announcer's a huge Ranger fan, and it was a very. It was he was just as excited as everyone else. No, that was building. awesome. It was awesome. I like when I like when an announcer gets into it. Good guy, Harry Rose. Good announcer, Mets announcer too. Yeah, yeah, he's a big fan. Yep, yep, big fan announcer. Unlike these, you know, uh, the playoffs now is on NBC Sports. Oh, that's terrible. And these guys. They're just fucking rooting for the rooting for the Caps the whole time. They're supposed to be completely neutral. I understand if you're watching it in Washington, you're watching the Washington broadcast or something, or they're watching the Rangers broadcast at home. It's different. And you're supposed to kind of, you know, you're, they root a little bit. You're supposed to be neutral, but these guys are supposed to be really neutral. And they're fucking. I'm, I'm watching every the game. They can't wait. They cannot wait for the Caps to score. They get so excited when the Caps bring it into the zone. The Rangers bring it into the zone, and they just they fall asleep. It's disgusting. What was that? <laughs> Are we got the uh, happiest, the happiest man in the world up, or what? Oh, you if you want that, yeah. You I gotta. Know, I want an intro on them though. If you want me to put things on the air, you're gonna have to hand them to me. These are the mm. musical superheroes, the happiest guys in the world. I was talking about hockey. What do you got? I've got the happiest guys in the world. I think. Uh, well, Hand- it's not Hand-Doo gonna play in your hand. Hand-Doo. I have it. Hand-Doo oh, has oh, a cute. Oh. If I have to. He he wants me to like do like. Give me the intro. I thought we were talking about the Rangers. I, I want to explain he, he the wants, song. He wants to be fucking introed and all this bullshit. But, so but we're gonna listen to the clown at the scene of the crime. It's really about being an idiot, which I am. It's and, something you uh, know a lot about. And the clown at the scene of the crime is that the guy is a real clown at at all these awkward situations. But first, there's an intro. Can we hear it? <laughs> no, let's hear the intro. Let's Hi, try. this is Leon. No, let's start again. Hi, this is Leon. I play guitar. This is Tarkin, and I play bass guitar. I'm Peter, and I play drums. 
We're the, the happiest guys in the world. And just remember, Put the you mice can make a difference. And when do I change this? You go to number three, try. the clown at the mm. scene of the crime, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is real gorilla style. Go ahead, there you go. Off the cuff. It's all you. Inappropriate headgear. At the mining disaster. Always out of place. Did you sing? Did you sing along to all the songs on your radio show too? We would from time to time. I'm so ashamed of the clothes I must wear. Is that the end of the song, Mary? Oh, What's no. going on? Inappropriate headgear. Inappropriate headgear. But now but I'm angry. Now I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. They have the right to tell me if my hat's not right, or my shoes, or my nose, or anything else. I'm going to wear the clown head at the lake this year. <laughs> happy, happy, happy. Where's Dave? The clown at the scene of the crime. That's me. I'm really oblivious to the world. And people call me an idiot just because I wear funny hats and big noses. There's other reasons. Dave's not here. No one thinks you're an idiot, Mary. I don't think. I, I, I have a lot of respect for you. Check I think you're a very two. intelligent guy. Well, thank you very much. One, two. I'm way louder than you. Did you have a bigger mouth? <laughs> Get close to that mic. It's, it's your iTunes doing that. That's, that's my wife and I testing the radio show like two months ago. What the fuck? I'm sorry. We had sex after that, and that's also on the... On, uh, on Dude, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize I was behind it. <laughs> like, what, what the, the hell? Oh. Kids are living shit. No, we didn't me. have sex, but I don't even care. That's that's the least of my problems. <laughs> <laughs> Who's poker buddy? I hope that's Andy K. Because I oh, love that guy. Yeah, I'm a poker buddy. Is it almost time Hilarious. for poker? I've been losing. I tried to post a thing on Andy K.'s thing last night. There was a, a Patrick Kane, the hockey player from the Chicago Blackhawks. Apparently, was wasted like out of his mind and. <laughs> So there's a bunch of pictures of him st- and, and everything, and uh, uh, people pieced together his entire night of how wasted he was. He ended up choking some woman. And... What? Just look it up online. What do you want from me? I want to hear more about choking women. Oh, God. I'm kidding. This kid, uh, you know, he is a kid. It's funny because you think of all the 
uh, sports figures as being older than you, but they're all. We uh, talked about that, I think. Already. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, we all think well, about I it, but we don't act on it. What about <laughs> like, like your child? Wow. Like, urges. Yeah, you're a psycho, bro. <laughs> I, I have if thought, when, you know, do you have a car that has a computer? Does your car have a computer? Because you can't my get hand away. has a computer. It's you called an iPhone. You can't get away with anything in a car now. When you want to get an inspection, it's like they know everything about you. This sounds like a. They sex plug test. in their memory stick. In the future, that's what's going to happen to people. And then when you just think about the crime, they'll they'll arrest you. Well, yeah, that's you're going to be in deep that's shit. Do, that's when have, the the the, look, the microchips. Just because I have <laughs> thoughts of like massacring everybody, I'm a pacifist. But I do have thoughts have about thoughts like, of massacring. What if I would everybody? just slice everybody up right now? Wow! <laughs> wow. What the hell, man? I'm We're gonna, learning a lot I'm about never you. Never act today. on it because I'm a pacifist. But you know what? Pacifist These are thoughts my are just ass. a healthy part of growing up. Isn't Pass it? my ass, pacifist. You're a. It's uh, a thought. You cannot. Con- you cannot Sorry. be pa- held accountable for a thought. Pass my right. Ass that's like a, a you know Minority Report shit. Terrible movie with Tom Cruise uh. where the. Uh, can predict your crimes before you commit them and arrest you for I have thoughts about FUD. I mean, you can't, just, <laughs> you can't just commit me because I think about it. Where, where is FUD? Anyway, he left me a voicemail, and mm. Mike goes, he left you a voicemail, and it was just like, no message, call me back. I'm fuck. I have a sandwich in my pocket right now. <laughs> it's I from last it. week. Oh, can we hear your wasabi rap? <laughs> Tonto has King Wasabi. I got a friend whose name was Sabi. When he speaks, it's a different language. Look in his pocket, you'll find a sandwich. Rough. <laughs> That's enough. Don't mean to bore you. Just let me tell you that he's my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend named Wasabi who plays poker. Is he's he a coming lawyer down somehow. ever again? Is he ever coming back? <sighs> How the fuck is that JP guy and Kenny, How's he passed uh, the bar exam? The Survivor bet does not look good Whoa. for me. Oh, you watch Survivor? Uh, we bet on it. At, at, uh, we bet uh, at Sizzler. Sizzler. I, I would have taken, taken a part of that bet. The winner gets a Sizzler dinner. Sizzler. I'm. Uh, and you're two years in a row or something, right? Yeah, but I don't look good. Chelsea looks like she's not going to make it. They're on to her. <laughs> no, that girl Kim's going down. You think Kim is going down? I think so. I don't watch the show. I, I watched like the first two seasons. I, I do watch it. I'm like, I'm like. So you'd it's be retarded. part of that bet. I mean, I, you know what it is? I watched it from the beginning. No one's surviving anything. Well... No, they're not. But if it's, someone, it's funny if to someone watch like, people fuck each other over for one hour. If someone get, uh, cuts themselves, they, they, they medevac them off the island. That's not surviving. I, agree. I like dual survival with those two guys who are gay oh, for each other. I wear what? no shoes. Right. I wear no shoes. Cody Lundin. Oh, and, I can't uh, wear shoes. They make me fall down. And what's the other guy's name? It's, <laughs> he's always like, he's an ex-Marine. He's like, listen, I wear shoes. I don't care. No. You're crazy. What about Rick Savage? I has hope a that show, show comes you know, back. The, the wrestler Rick Savage. No, well, I do know who he is, but he what has about a show him? now called uh, American American Diggers. I'm I what? Yeah, my no, diggers, my no, diggers. No racism, please. Diggers. Oh, American he diggers. he does the. He's like my brother. He has the um, the metal. Oh, detector. oh, like the guys looking for uh, right, right. yeah, artifacts and gold and stuff. Dual survival is canceled. No, 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 no. Don't tell me that. I heard it was coming back. No. Oh, I'm hearing this coming is back terrible in your dreams, news. sucker. This is terrible news. Dual Survival is a great fucking show. Apparently, getting medevaced off the island is a big part of staying on the air. God damn it. Sucker. Those guys, I, I, made, I made a video <laughs> montage of, of how gay they are for each other. What? I, what? Don't ask. I, well, how can you ask me not to ask? I'm totally going <laughs> to ask. What did you do? I sat there in the middle of the night. And Where t- can we find it? On YouTube? 
No, I'm not done yet. Oh, <laughs> now it's canceled. I have no new material. You have to finish this. I'll show In it to you later. In homage to the show, I can't wait. Oh, this is gonna if be you don't watch Dual Survival, it's not interesting or funny. You know what? YouTube is filled with shit that's not interesting or funny. Fuck! I can't believe it's it's canceled. Dave Canterbury, that's the other guy's name. Pathfinder. The, what? The other one's named Dual Survivor. The other guy's name's Cody. Ryan Lundin. is like he's the like fact the, finder. He's amazing. He's an unsung hero of this radio show. He's behind the glass. He, uh, Cody Lundin's a guy with no shoes on. Who's like the? Uh, he's one with the Earth. He's kind of an Indian guy. Lives in a cave. In Arizona, underground. He is, his house is actually underground. I want to watch tuna steaks and this show. And the other guy's like a marine sniper. He's like, this guy's crazy. I'm eating these berries. I don't give a fuck what he says. This water looks clean to me. <laughs> <laughs> and they burn tires. He had the best line, though, because they're burning this tire. And he's like, stop burning that tire. And the guy's like, no, well, we need to start a signal fire. He's like, so they cut to the guy, and he's like, listen, man, I smell a fire burning. I don't go, oh, somebody's in trouble. I go, oh, somebody started a Damn fire! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's great. That brings me back to the hills of Spain at 1982. What? what? <laughs> well, we, I was notoriously cheap, and we wouldn't stay in hotels, so we're at the outskirts of Word. Toledo. And uh, I see a cave up on the on the hill there. And I was like, "Let's go sleep there." We had some beans and other canned food, so we we rigged up our backpacks. We pulled them up to this cave. And there we are in the mountain, uh, making a little fire. Next thing we know, we're out there, and uh, we see sirens from the town getting closer and closer. <laughs> and it's like they're all rushing to the mountains for a natural blaze. It, it was, uh, it was you it out. cooking hot dogs. We up put the it top out, of the and we fell asleep. He was smoking uh, tea. Holding each other and crying like two little, uh, two little scared two little Spaniards. dogs. <laughs> Which reminds me, that was the trip where I would sleep on Did trains. the general show up, <laughs> the Spanish general this time, and looked at your bag of porno? General Montalban. No, we never made contacts with the authority. We hid. We hid like dogs that we were. But uh, you talked about last week about Colette says on the chat box two hobos sharing a bean. <laughs> he laughed at me. That's my half. I would save all my food and he would eat it all. And then I had a jar of olives. And then when I went to open it, they had turned. And I was like, oh, they're all bad. And he laughed at me. You saved your olives and now they're all bad. Uh, see, you ration too much. You have to, you have to get that energy. Olives first. go bad in the mountains you of Spain. Sneak on, sneak on the train. It's the altitude. <laughs> yeah, come on, you morons. Wise up. <laughs> Everyone knows. Olives are, if I was dying in the desert, I wouldn't eat an olive. I fucking hate them. I try them every time. Like really? Every couple, every couple of years, I'm like, oh, let me try an olive. I bet you, because I try everything. Are you olive your mind? <laughs> Oh. oh, yeah, and I, I, I cannot stand them. Every time I try them, oh, like, these are disgusting. the seed of life. A Sicilian can't live without an olive. Yeah, well, I'm not Sicilian or Catholic. I, or Greek. Or, or Greek. The you Greeks were Catholic. Well, you know, remember Back last week you day. were talking about hiding in the Long Island Railroad. When the Olsen twins were cool. We, we would hide from uh, 12-hour train rides, and, and the trick is... You never close. How do you hide on a twelve-hour oh, train? Wait, ride? Yeah, never we wanted to talk about this because we talked about hiding on the Long Island Railroad. And in the that's, bathroom that's last twenty-two week. minutes. And that's Rome, twenty-two minutes. Right. Rome so how to Sicily? Bullshit. I, I did it several times. You never close the bathroom door. That's the trick. You're sleeping in between cars, and then when you see the guy coming down, you always have to have. Yeah, a how do I see him if I'm sleeping? Two guys. Kind of magic you sleeping working. shifts. Black magic. Yeah, this isn't working. Sorry, you're back on the air. All right. Well, basically, one guy sleeps, the other guy's in the shift. And then when you see the guy coming to collect tickets, you just run into the bathroom, but you hide behind the door and you leave the door ajar. And basically he walks on by. But I'll never forget they was t- Joe was sleeping, Mopey Joe, you know Joe. And what? This <laughs> Italian family. <laughs> Mopey Joe? Mopey Joe. He was sleeping and he was so out of it. I think Mopey we had Joe. smoked opium or something. 
Uh, and uh, this Italian <laughs> man was yelling at him. I call, and then finally, <laughs> finally, I just wake up and I hear this whole family is picking on him. And I belt out in like old man Sicilian talk because I speak a dialect unknown to modern Italian. Right. It's not real Sicilian. And it's like Sicilian just, baby talk, right? The guy just kind of just got put in his place. And Joe said, how did you do that? I said, I, kn- I know how to speak their language. I speak sloth. I speak. Sicilian is a weird tongue. It, it was really not taught. You know, they kind of made Sicilians feel bad about their language, so they kind of taught them how to speak the real Italian. And I speak like an old man. The only one who understands me when I go to Italy are old people with no teeth. <laughs> why do they have no teeth? I mean, I don't. I mean, why? But like, I mean, more or less, like, how, why are the only people you converse with only having no teeth? Because they're, they're old and they don't have teeth. You don't they like the young teeth. folks? What's going on? <laughs> A dialect is a dead language. Like Sanskrit? It's like, uh, yeah. What are we talking about? Some sort of language that's They don't speak Sicilian. They speak like it's like a, a, it's like a shorthand. It's like Spanglish. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, you got to hear it when Mario's <laughs> mom or dad calls him on the phone. It's hilarious because he's talking like he is now. And then you hear him do it in Italian. It's great. Great. Mama, I'm in Pennsylvania. Tutte cose sono buone. Lasciami stare. Which means everything's okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> Telemundo. Oh, I can't cue this up. I lost it. Oh, oh. Sorry. Help me out. Sorry. Is that a cassette? That's no. a cassette. Yeah. It's an A track. It's Fog Hat. Gets with the program. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's radio farts. Yep, that's what happens. It's it's called electricity. Good so times. what's? I do have. We're gonna play a song. Screw you guys. Moline, Illinois is where I slipped into this world. Davenport's where I first stuck my tongue into a girl. Somewhere in Wisconsin, Lord, I sip the crystal stream And Austin is where I went to dream Kansas City is pretty nifty if your wallet's fat In Omaha they called the law, but that's not where it's at They chased us from Las Vegas, my chip's all unredeemed And Austin is where I went to dream In Austin Yeah. 
dance with Dr. Rose. Memories of Memphis haunt my every afternoon. Things in San Francisco are not always what they seem. And Austin is where I went to dream. In Austin.
we're back here on listener supported buzz buzz buzzing uh speaking of listener supported you could send if you feel like donating i'd appreciate it uh john just send some money to john c Houlihan at gmail.com that'd be awesome i'm starting a kickstarter tomorrow Kickstarter campaign? Really? No, fuck that. I don't believe in Kickstarter. Oh, I, I didn't think you did. That's why. I well, was I believe in it for other things, but not for not for bands and stuff. Because I don't know. But I don't want to get into it. It's a long conversation. Just send <laughs> me money to play cards. He's always broke. Anyway, yeah, send me money to play cards because I'm that's, on that's a bad run, man. Holy shit! I cannot win a hand. I've had aces eight times in the past three weeks and won two of them for a dollar fifty apiece. The rest of them, I lost all my money. Anyway. Sounds like a real shame. Tomorrow, go to the uh, SOS Spring Fling, uh, Tompkins Square Park, Waddle Doddle. That's at 3.30 p.m. Uh, we play. It starts at 2. And that's with an SOS, Never Even, Crosshatch, Demolitia. And my favorite band name out of this whole list, Fall of the Albatross. Oh, sounds like Iron Maiden. Right, Fall of the Albatross. Out, it's outside, bring your kids, it's free. And we just might have a special surprise for you at the end of the set. I've heard. Uh, a couple of things. Yeah, tomorrow night we already said go see uh, Jay Kutchman and the Five Filths upstairs at Piano, 7 p.m. Friday, May 25th, go see Manitoba, Handsome Dick's Band with our buddy Dean ah, Rispler. That's I at Maxwell's. Probably sold out if it's at Maxwell's. His bar is the best bar downtown. Where is that? 7th and B. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's right by the park then. Yeah. Handsome Dick was hanging out with you, Cornwell, of the Stranglers. Uh, it was uh, quite a twosome the other night. Handsome Dick Manitoba's band and Ross the Boss is also in the band. So it's pretty much the Dictators. And half I'm not Man- sure if they play Dictators. One quarter of Man of War. And uh, go to Woody's Cabin in Williamsburg at the Williamsburg Flea Market. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? You're on the air. Damn it. What happened? Uh, we finally had a phone call and they hung up. Damn I'm it. call this person back and demand an explanation. Hey, what's your story, asshole? <laughs> 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 the hell's your problem? <laughs> Why the hell did you hang up, man? Yeah. I'm so calling, we're cool. I'm calling back. How do I do that? Uh, get, put me on the air. I'll straighten this out. Oh, it's not working. I can't just call? Oh. Yeah. Get them, on the, get them Wait, on the blower. We have another call. Hold on. Oh, good. Uh, caller, can you hear me? Damn it. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. You're on the air. Did I win? Did I win? You're on the air. Oh, shit. Is this, who is this? Did I win? It's Mario. I got, I got, I got something for you. It's Mario Mario from outside. He likes it rough. I I like him. He's quite a personality. You should hold on to him. I'm out here live outside the barrage. I've got quite a few. I had to hang up on that guy. I don't know what happened. (laughs) 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 I lost him there. Oh, shit. All right, so whoever's number starts at 517. We're calling you back. You better call me back. Dildo Val. Dildo Val. What the hell? What happened? Come on, Dildo Val. If you're there, call in. I want to hear the story of how you became Dildo Val. Also good PRF barbecue in Chicago at the end of June. And uh, 10 cent fuck flicks. Fuck. (laughs) 10 cent fuck flicks. June 16th at Hellgate Social with The Mess Around, which is Dave's band, who's not here, man, and Naked Heroes, a great duo. And we played Naked Heroes last week on the show. Did we? We did. Sounds good. 
And it's also the Messing Around's record release party. And oh, when? Tonight? No, June 16th at Hellgate Social Club in Astoria, New York, Queens. The loudest room in Queens. It's, uh, I've heard the sound is better now. That's what? what I've heard. What is that sound? <laughs> How does that happen? They got better bands. Oh. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Bazinga. Also, uh, 10 Cent Fuck Flicks Friday, July 13th so at, at Places Unknown because Gallagher won't text me back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. What the hell is that? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, it's Valerie. Hi, um, hi Valerie. How are you? Good. I want to request a song. Well, we'll okay. you can't get all that easy. <laughs> we're pretty limited. I hope we have it. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Say hello to your friend, Kate. Hey, they wanted, hi, to, Kate. Hey, they wanted to hear the story hi, of why uh, your name is Dildo Valerie. I... It's pretty much a must. What the, the story of why you're dildo Valerie? Um, Jim just called me dildo. I'm well. We I missed that. I was just be curious, just to know why. You know, I was you were so placently, complacently called dildo Valerie. Why was I okay with it? it no, well, well, obviously, obviously, it's your nickname. So I was curious how you got the name, but I didn't hear your answer. You didn't hear my answer. Jim just called me that one day, and who the fuck is funny. Jim? <laughs> <laughs> is Jim? Never mind. Jimbo? No. Oh, not Jimbo. No, oh, Jim's from our hometown. Okay, oh. listen, uh, I got a bad. Uh, uh, my the phone's not working too good. I probably got to go because I don't think I can hear you. Okay. Thanks All for right. thanks for calling. I love you. Okay. Bye. Tell us the call back on a landline. Tell us the story. <laughs> oh, she hung up there. She goes. Sorry, sorry, dildo Val. Yeah, that was strange. I would love to hear that story, but I can't understand anything because uh, she's on a bad uh, phone line, and I'm probably on a bad phone line too. So, uh, one of us, if you call in, one of us has to have a good phone line. That's the deal. That's. The- so anyway, I gave out all the plugs. What else? That's about it. We await MC seat. And his phone call. Locking in from Bermuda or wherever he holds down oh, his fucking he, I, court. He's in Santiago, Chile right now, waiting for the ski season to start. It's a month away. <laughs> it is a, month a long time away. He, month, dude. It's, he's it's, a patient man. I guess patience is a virtue when you're uh, an MC of such a uh, high stature. All right, a couple more songs. Oh, before that, that by the way, the song we heard was um, uh, Small Awesome with I Don't Think Any of Them Do. And before that... The spectacular Brett Eugene Ralph's Kentucky Chrome Review um, with Austin is where I went to dream. It was one of my favorite songs ever. Anyway, here's Dead Horse Clusterfuck. Nice. By Reverb Bomb. Love the and name. off the album Rock, comma, damn it. <laughs> Comma's important. Yeah, let's see if this works. Maybe it will. Yeah, all right. It's not working. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> 